and welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode, I get to delve into one of my favorite topics when it comes to wrestling, talking to a fantastic tag team duo whose unique aesthetic provides them a perfect place for a podcast like this. Today's guests are Andy Ripley and Irving West, better known as The Creeps, the dynamic duo whose unique presentation and punk rock mentality really provides them an incredible niche part of the wrestling community. This incredible duo was one that I was able to actually witness live at a recent wrestling show, and just seeing how they were able to present themselves and how welcoming they seemed to be, well, I knew I had to get them on the podcast more than anything else. As you'll soon hear, especially with how the experience went at the wrestling show, I think you'll understand perfectly why. If you want to support this incredible tag team duo, make sure you check out their links in the description below. Any and all love and support to them would be greatly appreciated. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. You know I see that stuff, and you know it warms my heart. If you want to go a little further with that support, may I suggest you take a look at our fantastic merch shop on fourthwall.com that includes such incredible merch as the brand new shoes that you could be rocking right now. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. I was doing my little bit of research uh, last night to prepare for this interview more than anything else. And like, I was surprised with the amount of interviews you guys have already done. Like not nothing against y'all. I'm just like, Oh wow. Yeah, you yeah. guys really do get around. That's awesome to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try. I mean, <clears throat> especially just because I don't know when people uh, put, put some effort and some, some interest behind what we're doing. It just, we like to uh, promote the stuff that we're on and, you know, I don't know. Just make it seem seem like a bigger deal, and, and do everything we can. Like, cause like, yeah, I don't know. It just means a lot that people put anything behind us. That we yeah. try to we try to get, or that people care at all what yeah, we're doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, to like, I I can't speak for everyone, but at least in the limited experience I've had of you guys, like, you guys really seem like, if not at least committed, at least like enjoying what you guys are doing, which is really easy to see. In, like, whether it be in ring work or like outside the ring work, like you guys are just seeming to like really be a good presence one way or another and i think people want to celebrate oh. that well, thank oh, you. that's awesome thank you. I, yeah I, it's always wild to me that anything we do resonates with people but i you know it's it's wonderful and humbling <laughs> well, yeah and we we do enjoy it for sure yeah. so oh no absolutely abs like I, I you know once again i know with uh me and christine uh you know whenever you met us there we're not like we had a blast like getting to meet with you guys you know we i, I still i you know i have the pin y'all gave us right here oh yeah right here and okay. she she has hers on a hat that she keeps in her car as well so like yeah, like you certainly well, did, it's certainly well. great to see what you guys are doing and once again it's incredible to celebrate it more than anything else this is a, like a live stream thing this is like we're recording ahead of time and i'm gonna be releasing it oddly enough i'm gonna be releasing on leap year uh this year oh, so oh cool connect, which that's cool i i did not even plan for that i did not just i didn't realize that because i usually release my stuff on thursdays i didn't realize leap year this year was on a thursday i'm like oh well that's cool <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man that's so appropriate it is for, right? our, <laughs> for the way you guys <laughs> present yourselves. yeah right <laughs> um i mean yeah. 
I would say it certainly works well with your guys' aesthetic because, like I said, when I was doing my research last night, I actually stumbled upon uh, Andy your your merch shop that you have for both you and oh, the yes. or whatnot. Um, I will admit, I I was the one that bought the the long sleeve shirt last night. So oh, okay, okay, cool. Yep. And I, as soon as I get some more money, I'm gonna save up. I want to get that hoodie, the 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 knife cap. Because <laughs> I just I Thank love you. that. I love it so much. Thank you. <laughs> Um, the, um, well, we can get into it later, yeah. but, um, someone drew that long sleeve for us. Oh, really? Which was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we can. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's pretty fantastic. I, uh, it's one of the few things that I didn't, uh, design like graphic design for us. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I think <laughs> the person who did it is like my favorite graphic designer. So it was really, really it was cool. wow humbling is it, for yes, sure, yes. But, is, yeah. it one, is it one of the graphic designers that's like out there on the internet like a jcp like is it one of the, is it uh them or whatnot um it's uh their name is riley uh they're it, they keep a pretty low profile but they do most of the um posters and match graphics for uh naptown all pro okay um and they'll do designs like intermittently they're just it's very funny because riley doesn't do a whole lot to promote but consistently does what I think is just the coolest design in, in wrestling, period. Okay. Like the Naptown All Pro posters are just mind boggling every time. So they're really good. Yeah. Well, I ought to definitely give them a shout out more than anything else. All right, Andy Irving, before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast, if I may. Let's say you both get to go to a deserted island on your own accord. It's just you Ooh. alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe, get to truly enjoy yourself for a little bit. With accommodations, you're not stranded on an island. It's just like a little personal, <laughs> okay, okay, personal okay. paradise, a little B&B. So you don't have to do like a you know beginner's guide on how to make a raft or anything like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but to help make sure you don't go completely further insane on this island, you could sure. bring <laughs> one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help whatever kind of headspace you want on this island. Ooh. If given this opportunity, what would your one piece be? Oh, wow. Hmm. Goodness. There's so many different oh. things to, to weigh. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think it would probably have to be a movie. That much I, I know. But as for what movie it would be, hmm. Because my inclination initially was music, but also I really like visual things, so uh, I could get a little bit could get a little hmm. bit of both with a movie. Interesting. Um, you can make it a musical and get the best book. of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yours would be a book. You said? Mine would probably be a book. Okay. Or a video game. Oh, okay. Okay. Is there oh, is there any particular one that you're like narrowing down the options for? Is there one that, that uh, yeah, you're grasping um, towards? <laughs> so I am currently playing Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so that immediately <laughs> that's recency bias. Yeah, I think that's yeah. recency bias. And it's valid. It's, you know. <laughs> but okay, let me think some more. <laughs> um You know, I think like I didn't want to cheat and be like, oh, a, a full TV series. Because I think no. I feel like I do feel like that's cheating. Uh, I mean, I'm also so, ve I'm also very loose with my rules of one yeah. thing. So if it's a single TV series, I'm cool okay. with that. Okay. I, I think honestly, probably it would be Twin Peaks. I think oh, I can get. Oh, yeah. uh, I think I can get a lot of the different 
different registers that I would enjoy. Like visually, there's enough things that are funny, enough things that are just horrific, mm-hmm. and uh, enough weird stuff. Like I think that that show really kind of has it all for me, and the music is outstanding. So yeah, that's that's what I would go with. Now, now, quick question: Is it just cool. the original series, or is it including the newer one that came oh. out like, a few years back? Like um, all that series? I would say just the original, but I, I mean, I thought that the the return was also very cool for uh, a number of similar and different reasons. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, but yeah, I was thinking the original mainly. Okay, valid, valid. And Andy, what about yourself? Cool. I think. Ah, <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> um, okay, so I think I would bring Emergent Strategy by Adrian Murray Brown. It's a okay. book. Um, it's about science fiction and um, like political liberation. Okay. Um, and like. Basically, how to change the world through sci-fi, but also like through small actions. Um, and it's one—it's a book that I've thought about a lot since I've read it. Mm-hmm. But I think it would also be really cool to have it there. And it, I don't know if this is cheating, but also have paper so I could finally have time to write some. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your answer is way smarter than mine, which, is, which makes sense. Okay. <laughs> well, my first answer was hell okay, so, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, regardless, because I can imagine, like, especially with some of the topics that you're talking about with that book, it's one that I've never personally heard of, but I can imagine how how much it could really get you in a proper headspace whenever you're kind of just away from society for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. to really have a chance to, to think about her um, – her elements of emergent strategy and ways I can use them when I get back to, to society. Yeah. Assuming. Yeah. Assuming yeah. Or just, you know, on that little tiny Island. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I never said you guys could ever leave. I'm just saying that you right. guys That's are there. True. Right, that the, is true. Hey, you are there on your own accord. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, those are your answers. You're locking that in. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm confident. Yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. Then if that's the case, I cannot think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. You would look fantastic in the new merch that we have on our merch shop on fourthwall.com. Link to that will be in the description below. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, and TikTok at Postmod Art Pod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> Hailing from underneath your favorite wrestling ring, they are the dynamic duo that can't really exist either politically or socially. Welcome to the podcast, the Floral Prince, Irving West, and they Hulk, Andy Ripley, the Creeps. Wow. Thank you. That was awesome. That was a really good intro. That was tremendous. Thank you. Thank you. I, I aspire to be a ring announcer at some point, even if it's just a guest appearance. I want to do that at some point. Because that, I just I think. think you oh, you definitely could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But regardless, how are you both doing today? Good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing well. Good, good. I am so glad to have the opportunity to sit down and chat with you. Like I kind of said in our little intro thing before, like I have always been a big component of having wrestlers on the podcast, but this is the first time I'm having a wrestling tag team on the podcast. 
And with the experience I got to see firsthand at Classic City Wrestling, you both did a fantastic job really showcasing incredible fun one way or another. And I definitely want to divulge a lot more to how you guys are presenting yourself these days. But before we divulge into that, I want to go back and learn more or less the origin story of Creeps, or at least the origin story of Irving and Andy. What got you both interested in art and wrestling in the first place? Well, um, wrestling for me, that that's I've, some of my earliest memories, perhaps my earliest ones that I can really pinpoint are of watching wrestling. Um, partly because uh, it was such a big thing in pop culture in general for various periods of my life growing up. But once I actively took an interest in it, that was pretty much one thing that stuck with me mm-hmm. um, well into adulthood well after so many of my friends had decided that uh, maybe they don't want to watch that. So, uh, yeah, so that's always, it's just kind of always been there. And then art, um, I'm fortunate enough that everyone in my family, it seems, uh, is some manner of an artist. Like everyone either plays instruments or sings or dances or builds things or or all of those. Um, Okay. So I was I was surrounded by a lot of uh, a lot of creative people, um, and I think that that naturally just made it so that that was just kind of a part of of my existence to uh, to engage with those things. That's interesting. That's interesting. I can I, I can yeah. imagine, especially for you, like kind of growing up in that kind of like art forward household. It was really easy for your family to really like see you kind of leaning more into that field, whether it's more conventional or unconventional. When people think of art, yeah. Yeah, I think, and they were they were really encouraging. Um, you know, uh, my family is predominantly really working class, but they're all such creative people as well. Mm-hmm. So it was never to the uh, exclusion of those types of pursuits. So, like, anytime I would have an interest, whether it was like sports or playing an instrument or anything, they they would within you know if they had the means, then they were going to definitely encourage me to do it. Um, but yeah, it became I think pretty clear early on that like I was like the uh, like weird. Regardless. Yeah, and I mean they 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 uh they rolled with the punches on that. They're like, yeah, this kid's weird, but I guess we'll just uh you know doesn't seem like he's doing anything bad. So. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Have they seen how you handled some of your opponents before? I think they might. Th- no, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might, uh, yeah, they might take exceptions. <laughs> like like when. He- your grandma so saw gold dust. Oh, that was that was a very fun time in wrestling, and I know that this is a common uh, thread for a lot of people who grew up watching it mm-hmm. in that period. But I swear, my family would never be in the room when it was just a conventional wrestling match. It was always like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And then they come into the room, and it's gold dust like kneeling in front of Piper, right? Uh, <laughs> like being basically as like overtly sexual as one could on table. And then it's like, what is, is this wrestling? This is wrestling for sure. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, it's always moments so. like that or like someone kissing Rikishi's ass or like the, yeah, the, the exactly. line, or, or the, the edge and little live sex show or something like that. It's like yeah. the worst yeah. possible moment. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is wrestling to me though. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> And what about you, Andy? What got you into art and wrestling yourself? Um, so I think the first art that really like 
or I guess the capital A art that really interested me was pop art. Okay. Um, I went to like an exhibit when I, I think I was like 13. Um, and I didn't really get it yet, but you know, aesthetically, I really liked it. Um, and still do honestly. But, um, when it comes to wrestling, I, I got there a lot later than a lot of, a lot of people. Um, I knew about wrestling because we moved to Alabama when I was in fifth grade, Mm -hmm. sixth grade. Um, and like around high school was the height of the attitude era. So, um, it was everywhere, you know, stone cold shirts, China shirts, um, all that stuff. Uh, people cross shopping all over the place. (laughs) Um, but I, so my parents were, they're the first generation of like not working class, but like trying to be middle class, I guess. Okay. So there was a lot of like, and even now in my parents, there's a lot of like classism around racism or around the wrestling. <laughs> racism we'll talk about later. Yeah, but, uh, I um, so it was like, a, oh, these rednecks like wrestling. I'm a shitty like teen who still believes what my parents think, you know, like, oh, this isn't for me. Um, and, you know, the prevalence of being in um, rural Alabama. Um, you know, not the most, well, okay. So racism for sure. You know, I was like, these guys, most of the people who like wrestling are racist and sexist. So this is not for me, you know? Um, so I had that mindset for a really long time. Um, and then I finally actually watched wrestling, when I was in my late 20s, I guess, after um, after I got to know Irving over here. Um, and at that point, I had studied English literature a lot and um, restoration comedies. Um, people love comparing wrestling to medieval morality plays, which is bullshit. Um, <laughs> I'm a... I'm a medievalist, uh, so that's a very simplistic view of wrestling. Um, morality plays, what I know. And morality plays. I mean, um, I, I've always heard the comparison of wrestling just being just manly soap opera more than anything else. That honestly, that's I think closer, closer, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is not, I mean, you know, soap opera is not a thing I watch that much, but I appreciate it a lot. You know, I don't think that denigrates either of them. No, no. exactly, exactly. Um, so restoration comedies, um, the restoration they're talking about is the restoration of the monarchy in England after, uh, I'm not, oh, yeah. this is way more modern yeah, for me, so I'm having trouble with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, after like they had killed one of the kings and then they burned all the monasteries and stuff. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was a really, really chaotic time. Okay. Um, so that reflected in the art in ways of like, 
the characters would have names like Mrs. Fidget or something, and she would like be really like fidgety, you know, things like that. But it's not so it was like kind of simplistic, but there'd be a bunch of them, and it wouldn't just be good and evil. Um, like people like to think that wrestling is just you know that as opposed to more nuance in what it is that makes people good versus evil and things like that. Right, right. Um, kind of that weird shades of gray, learning about people's like motivations and stuff when it comes to situations like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I had taken some ballet, and so anyway, I watched, finally watched some wrestling, and it clicked that it's like, it's not ballet, but it is extremely athletic. Mm-hmm. And also the storytelling is really, really nuanced um, and interesting. Um, so then I started actually engaging with wrestling. And one of the first promotions that I really liked was Chikara. Yeah. Um, uh, way before know. all the, you right. know. Unpleasantness. Let's yeah, say. All, all, yeah. All, 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 the, all the, <laughs> the stuff came out about it. I, I understand. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And that, I mean, that's just delightful, but also the, like, very, very big characters, you know, but not, like, just humans. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Hydra was my absolute favorite. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was going to say, um, the first wrestler I actually interviewed on this podcast, I believe, got their start in Chikara. It's, uh, they now Ooh. go by Edith Surreal, but they were still, like, yeah! the Bears. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If Edie hears this, we love you. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, hadn't talked to her when you're talking about art oh, and wrestling. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, they were Just, obviously, I, she was obviously the first choice I had to pick whenever I was talking about, like, art and wrestling, you know, one and two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's basically part of her gimmick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, her art is, it's so good. Mm. <laughs> it really is. Um, so then, um, when it comes to actually starting to train, Honestly, it was, <laughs> oh God. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I was at, I don't know, some sort of conference, not even a conference, I guess just like a get together of different grad students at the university. Mm-hmm. And someone was talking about doing like a wrestling art show. And they were like, yeah, we're going to, like, build a ring and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, hold up. (laughs) Like, that is so unsafe. Do you know anything about wrestling? You know, like, (laughs) and ended up getting getting involved because I was like, you guys are going to hurt yourself. (laughs) Like, this is not, wrestling is really dangerous. Like, um. So, like, my parent instincts had kicked in. Um, well, come on. It's all fake. Like, how could it possibly hurt? No, no. Exactly. I, I, I was like, yeah. no. Yeah, they were a bit under apprehension by virtue of being very into the Glow uh, television show, mm-hmm. uh, which, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> I don't know. They didn't take away the uh, the dangerous physical components from that, mainly just right. the, uh, the theatrics. Um, and the, the performance was based on, there's a, a Canadian, um, not even promotion that you could call it, but like art collectives that does the same thing where, um, 
the idea was like a bunch of female archetypes, you know, turned up all the way and then doing wrestling to like explore femininity. Okay. Um, which was a really cool idea, yeah. but, um, and I did it for a little bit. Um, I ended up being the one who got the most injured of anyone, which yeah. is of course how it goes. I hadn't trained well enough, even though I trained more than all of them, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was neat, but at a certain point I just kept getting irritated cause they were acting like what they were doing was more art than wrestling is. You know, like, oh, we're doing real art, mm -hmm. unlike that wrestling stuff. And there was, like, a lot of classism, yes. again, like, in there. And the way they were treating people who have been in wrestling for a really long time as just kind of their, like, assistants, essentially, or, like, yeah. have them do all the work and then, you know, right. we and just do the performance. Yeah. yeah, and we're just playing and... um. So we ended up having a <laughs> a breakup of pretty epic proportions. Yeah. But anyway. Cre creative so, differences, I believe the term is in the industry. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, I future endeavored them. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> but anyway, so I started actually with performing as like an art wrestling thing and then went with wrestling because wrestling is actually art and what they were doing was uh a sad imitation of an art form that already exists i guess right i mean they i'm being they, mean i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you know, they usually say imitation is the best form or is the best form of flattery so right right they they wanted the vitality of something that they didn't fully understand right and and they didn't want to do the the work right like they'd have wrestlers plan out their matches for them i was like you realize that this is like like what the fuck uh anyway okay <laughs> yeah like if this is an actual art thing and they're doing it for you then why are you pretending that what wrestlers do is not the right. art why, how itself? are you better like like just because you've got uh like an mfa or whatever <laughs> I was going to say a more uh, ridiculous costume, but sure. It sounds like an interesting experience regardless, more than anything else. But It's true. Um, I'll say, I'm and it got me into actually doing it, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, after the first performance, I was like, no, this is for real what I want to do. Like I want to be a wrestler, so yeah. I was actually that was actually gonna lead to my next question. Like, was that more or less the moment it went from just like a general love and appreciation for art and wrestling to a passion and wanting to make it your career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Though I don't know about career. Um. <laughs> well, because I'm afraid that once, like, if it became how I make money, that I wouldn't like it anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just capitalism and yeah, that fear is very real. Yeah. 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 Um, and we don't have the same goals that a lot of wrestlers do. Like, we're not trying to go to the, especially not right now, to WWE. Yeah. I never wanted to go, but, you know, whew. No, I, I, honestly, considering everything that's been recently going down, I, yeah. I don't blame you. I do not blame you one bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Dude, they just, everyone's, oh. everyone's goals are different. Like, a lot yeah. of our peers 
um, for them, that is the goal. And I don't think that that's wrong. It's just not where we've ever yeah, really we're not trying to be like, we're not trying to be in WrestleMania or um, the AEW one. Jeez, I should know the name of that. <laughs> I mean, um, they have a lot of I, I was just, shows. I was like, they. I, I don't think they've ever really had like a, a flagship like WrestleMania. Like they've had big events, but I don't think they've had like a, a certified like this is the WrestleMania of AEW. Or yeah, that's like true. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was gonna say, you know, regardless the fact that it started from helping out people pretend to wrestle to actually wanting to be wrestling that's incredible that that's that was what drove you to that being your passion um irving for you when did it become just like a general love for wrestling to a passion and really wanting to explore it more um there's some there's some overlap like i uh well i wanted to wrestle as i think most kids who are really passionate about wrestling there's at least some point in your life where you're like i want to be a wrestler um but i didn't think it was for me, because um, I'm short and I'm a small guy, um, and you know, I grew up watching dudes like Vader, uh, and so in my mind, it just wasn't something that I could do. Um, okay. Despite seeing people like you know, like One Two Three Kid, or um, you know, or Shawn Michaels, who are both larger than me, of course, but like still small comparatively speaking, but they were still very much the exception to the rule, and so I just kind of stopped uh entertaining that notion um growing up and then uh, similarly with uh, shikara was like for a lot of reasons something that made it seem more like a possibility um not just because the dudes were like you know on the smaller side or whatever like that's always the joke is that they're like they're like the <laughs> smallest wrestlers ever is that roster um but that was part of it but also something that was so off the wall and something that had somebody like Ultramantis who we've, oh, you know, yeah. we've talked about a lot, but I, you know, I will talk about it again is like he, he Ultramantis black being a wrestler and doing it well and succeeding on that meant a tremendous amount to me because I felt like I could relate to him just as a punk dude, like a guy who's into hardcore, a guy who's vegan straight edge, like all these things that I, I didn't think necessarily could fit with wrestling, mm-hmm. at least not in an explicit way. Um, but seeing that made it seem like, well, okay, well, you know what, then maybe, maybe there's like a niche that I could actually do this. And like, I could actually like the, the things that I know and that I love can actually bear fruit in this, in this space. Um, and I never really thought that before seeing Chikara. I, I just, uh, it seems too far flung, you know? Um, and so with that, I knew I wanted to do it. And then I saw Rip like actually start to train and do the thing. Oh, okay. And I was like, you know what? Uh, cool. I want to try too. Like, yeah. I, I, like I, I just, <laughs> it, it became clear to me that I just had to try, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm glad I did. Uh, because yeah, it's been, um, a, a strange journey but very rewarding um so yeah i don't know it just it, it i never thought in a million years that it would that it would be something i could do and i'm sure that there are plenty of people who would still look at us and say like oh <laughs> you have no business wrestling right which okay fine you know whatever uh you're not required to like or uh co-sign on the thing that i do i i, I don't really need you to uh, <laughs> so but yeah I, I don't know it's um 
it's part of why the way that we both came to it, I think is part of why I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm adamant about the fact that if you want to pursue something in wrestling, um, if you're approaching it in the right way and you're doing the steps to like get better at it, especially if you're going to wrestle, Oh yeah, because it's not just your safety that's that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um everyone else's. So like I don't know. I always encourage people, and this is apparently a controversial thing too. Wrestling people really don't like it <laughs> when you encourage people yeah to do the thing. Um, there's a lot of this lingering protect the business type thing, and I, I get it to a point. Um, but I don't know when I see people who are enthusiastic and like love the thing and seem like decent people who just want to give it a shot. Uh, how, who am I to say, don't do it? Like, look at me. So, you know, like I, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like it's, I think shaped a lot of the ways that at least for me, um, I view the whole enterprise. Um, and it is sometimes what puts us at odds, I think with other people too. Um, the way that we came to it. I mean, it's not conventional. I mean, to be fair, like you kind of mentioned, like, you know, when you were watching like Shikari or whatnot, talking about like that, the, the punk way or like the punk mentality more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I think the way that you're kind of like getting yourself into wrestling, just straight up, just being like, look, you don't have to understand it or, you know, I'm doing my thing. I feel like that is just straight up like the punk mentality. And that's kind of a mentality. Oh, I, can it is. Both. It is. I can imagine that's what both of you guys kind of have with this wrestling business. Like you may not understand what exactly I'm doing, but you're going to at least respect the fact that I'm doing it. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. And again, yeah, punk, punk and DIY inform so mm-hmm. much, so much of how I view the world. And I know the same for Rip as well. Yeah. Um, and how we do wrestling, yes. for sure. No, absolutely. absolutely. It, the biggest deal to me with punk and discovering it was like, wait, there's like, <laughs> everyone's kind of at the same level mm-hmm. in some ways. Like, you you can just try to do it. You don't have to have a special background. You don't have to have a huge amount of advantages that necessarily other people might have. You can Mm -hmm. find a way to do it Mm -hmm. if you just want to. And so like, you know, and everyone's just a person, right? So like, that was the other thing. Like, oh, like bands playing on the floor or whatever. Right. Like that blew my mind as a teenager because the stage is up there and that's where bands go. But if you play on the floor, well, guess what? Now we're all at the same spot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of that, you know, is affected. Some of it's kind of goofy, but like the 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 underlying message of it being with art, especially if you want to try to do it, then you should just try to do it. Um, I can't. That that will never be something that I can get rid of. Like I just it's it's too uh, it's too much of a core like ethos for me at this point. Um, and again, yeah, with wrestling, sometimes it doesn't, it, people don't necessarily want that or uh, are not necessarily on that wavelength. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. contentious, but I think a lot of times it's something that people don't necessarily understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I think it goes back to something that uh, that Andy said earlier about, you know, wrestling kind of having this kind of, like, classist mentality that some people have when it comes to wrestling. Like, they, they, they think wrestling, they think, oh, goodness, it's just a bunch of, you know, hillbilly rednecks that are going to enjoy this stuff. Why yeah. do we need to respect it at all? When that's absolutely not the case, especially in today's wrestling landscape to where no. just about right. any anybody and everybody can come in, feel that love and support, and just have a good time. Yeah, right. yeah, and it's... I don't know. I think including the hillbillies. Yes, absolutely. Especially the hillbillies. 
Yeah. So that's the thing is like wrestling has always been at its core, I think, a very working class entertainment mm-hmm. form. Yeah. And I think that that's important. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how, how many times I've even mentioned this before. Like I, I talk about it a lot with other wrestlers, but like there's this Bruiser Brody interview where he's not Bruiser Brody. He's just, you know, it's kind of like a suit, but I don't, I don't know that it was ever meant to see the light of day, but he talks about like how you can't claim to be one of the best wrestlers. If all you're doing is wrestling for one audience, like let's say on television, like if he could go and work in the Tokyo dome, if he wanted to, he could go work in big promotions in the U S and he would. But his Mm -hmm. thing was, if you're not also wrestling and meeting people at the level where they're at in these small towns and actually making those connections, then you kind of ain't shit. Like, that's not what wrestling is for. Wrestling is, you're supposed to be touching those people, right? Like, that connection is what matters about wrestling. Um, that's why it's affected. So if you're not doing that, then what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Like, so that, the, when I heard that interview, it just blew my mind because it, it made so much it made so much of what I felt about wrestling and had not yet articulated make a lot of sense. Um, and that goes hand in hand with like the elements of class. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. if you can't meet people where they're at with your art, then I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. Wrestling <laughs> is not just for people who can afford WrestleMania tickets. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the $5, <laughs> sorry, go on. <laughs> I was say, trust me, if we could all afford the WrestleMania tickets, uh, they wouldn't need to inflate their numbers every single year. Anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the $5 wrestling shows are just as in, like entry fee wrestling shows are just as important as the big ones. Yeah. And not just because of that old, like tired thing of like, Come and get in on the ground floor before these people get on TV. Oh, yeah, whatever. Like, it has its own work <laughs> because it's there and uh, because it's happening. Like, oh, yeah. you should, it's not like an investment uh, <laughs> that you make as a team. And, like, right. I saw this guy when he was in a shack. Like, great, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could. <laughs> We saw Jordan Gray <laughs> send Jonathan Gresham <laughs> at a bar in uh, Athens like yeah. a long time ago. But that thing, doesn't somehow no, make like... <laughs> the funniest thing with wrestling too is like if you're involved in it, I swear to you, within the first six months, you will inexplicably be on a card with a legitimate legend and you'll have no idea why. Yeah, Like you saw this person on TV and now they're just like kind of slumming it with you in this like weird, absolutely bleak dark room somewhere because wrestling is like that that's how wrestling works (laughs) you're a wrestler you're still going to those places it's happening um so yeah uh uh, that uh (laughs) that idea of like oh you know you better come see me before i'm famous because oh boy if you don't like (laughs) what what am i gonna do at 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 the end of the day everyone needs that paycheck to get through life right (laughs) yes right yeah, and that's part of why I don't begrudge our, our friends who want to get to the point where they can do it, right? Right. Uh, it's just not uh, – I, I didn't imagine. know my brain. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once something becomes a job, I will hate it within maybe a month. <laughs> uh, like, I, I guess that's also a part of that punk mentality that we talked about earlier. But yeah, right. I think so. Speaking, I uh, got brain one. There you go. <laughs> um, I was say, speaking of at least you guys, well, obviously I'm talking to a tag team right now, so I'm curious, yeah. how did you two get to know each other and decide, you know, 
hey maybe we should work together as a tag team like when it comes to wrestling like how did how did it evolve from you guys enjoying wrestling one get into it to being this incredible yeah. tag team known as the creeps um so we were doing singles wrestling and training together and going to shows the same shows together um for about a year and a half yeah. before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we took a year off and we're doing a lot of reflection. Um, and I don't know what, like what exactly or when exactly we were like, you know, what would be fun is if we were a tag team named creeps. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, the name, I, I think, probably I was, like, looking at, like, EC Comics or something. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the word creep in a really, really cool typeface or something. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> creeps, that sounds cool. Uh, it's Creepy probably comic. simple as that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, honestly, it's probably as simple as that as far as the name goes. <laughs> um, okay. At least initially. Uh, but I know, I think, like, both of us... Um, when we started, as many people do, you you have this idea of what a wrestling character could or should do. And so you try to fit what you're doing to meet that expectation. Um, and sometimes that works. Sometimes it's a good creative exercise. But for us, I think we weren't leaning into the things that have made creeps work the way that it is. Yeah, it wasn't authentic. We were trying to fit into something... That is not made for us. Right. Right. Um, And once we stop doing that, which is part of what happened with creeps, then things started working a lot better. And we were also thinking about, um, I came out as non-binary right when I returned after Mm -hmm. COVID. Um, And I had been struggling with, trying to pretend to be a female wrestler, um, which, yeah, is just a whole another thing because also people don't respect uh, women's wrestling. No. Uh, so it was, like, uncomfortable on a lot of levels, like misgendering myself to fit into something that people are shitty about. Um not that being out has solved any of that, but anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, I imagine it probably fixed one problem, but then presented a whole bunch of other problems. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and part of the thing we wanted to do with Creeps is, because um, a lot of wrestling is about exaggerated gender performance, mm-hmm. we wanted to like kind of flip that in a way. Um, like if you notice, I wear a full singlet. Yep. And Irv wears uh, the tiniest trunks he possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Which is intentional because typically, you know, um, assigned female at birth bodies are on display as part of wrestling. Um, and um. I mean, a son male at birth bodies are yeah, too, yeah. but in a different way. Yeah, it's definitely. You know, different. so we're like, I guess trying to sexualize Irv as much as possible and not me. Yeah, in a way. In a way. Um, 
I mean, but have, that, have, have, you seen the a simplistic. have you seen yeah. the tattoos he's got on full display? How can you, how can you, how can you hold that <laughs> well, back in a singlet? I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, that's fair. No, I, no I, those I, weren't there when we started. It's true. It's true. Oh. I'm far fewer. I'm far fewer. But I, I think like part of what I wanted to do, especially with like having, I wouldn't even say necessarily it's like overt sexuality, but something about the presentation, I wanted it on both of our parts to actually be a little bit unnerving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is part of where the shaved head comes in for yeah, me. Yeah, okay. And so, like, especially, I wanted the the visual of us together to be puzzling in that way, even if it mm -hmm. wasn't something people mm -hmm. um, consciously articulated. I wanted it to like get them a little a little uneasy. Um, and it, it, it worked like immediately. immediately. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's not even in a way that like, you know, I wanted to bait people into being angry about it. I just, there was the challenge that it poses is there. And on some level, if we're consistent and they have to keep seeing us, whether we're good guys or bad guys, then they're going to have to, to reckon with what it is that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so it's not like, um, yeah, there's more, there, there's nuance to it. I mean, sometimes it's just, honestly, people don't want to see my body. <laughs> they don't. It's, and it's, and that to me is hilarious because it doesn't, uh, it doesn't harm me, thankfully, but, yeah. uh, it does make it very easy to uh, <laughs> make other people upset, uh, just by virtue of existing. So like, yes. <laughs> um, so there, there, yeah, there, there are a number of different things that I think are, are cool about it and that come with it. Uh, and other things also that make it kind of not as uh, fun sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's interesting to, from, from my perspective to watch fans deal with seeing Irving when like plenty of, of, wrestlers just wear tiny trunks you know right. and don't get shave your ass chance <laughs> yeah. um i loved it i no it's great it's yeah i was great. i was just like yes, thank you yes please give me more material yes thank you yeah or yeah don't take off you know boo yeah they, they, like they boo us when we take our robes off and put them back on <laughs> which i love yeah look i'm sorry but like the robes are a great choice like the robes are a fantastic like aesthetic more than anything else i love the robes okay awesome <laughs> thank you, you. <laughs> yeah shout out to uh always sunny in philadelphia and the mcfoils with their gross robes yeah that was <laughs> that's exactly where that came from and the like weird incest vibes yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah uh, we, we are not related no not but, but you know gotten, thank god <laughs> someone had told us like, i can't tell if y'all are like related or if it's like a white stripes situation or like what the fuck is yeah happening? like good like, i'm glad that you good. that's the idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, um we want it to be difficult to put us in a box because as human beings, as a non-binary person, as a biracial person, and as queers in general, we do not fit in boxes. Yeah. As society currently exists, which is where the, the um, 
when a promoter, Matt Hankins, told us to make creeps an acronym, mm-hmm. that's also where a lot of this stuff started to come yeah. together. Okay. Eternally grateful. Um, because I was like, okay, so what does this stand for? Which also comes from like anarcho punk, yes. which is one of our big um, influences aesthetically. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, and it took me like thirty seconds. It was crazy. It was crazy, yeah. and I was like, no, this is perfect. This is exactly what we are. Yeah, I was um, like, wait, what? Did you just like just now? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> some sort of um intelligence beam that into my brain from somewhere <laughs> yes the gay so, yeah yeah our gay ancestors gave that to me <laughs> um <laughs> anyway i think we're rambling and getting off topic no, a little no, no, bit no. which is what we do yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, to be fair this is a podcast i encourage people to ramble okay. going off about certain things so you are perfectly fine i love that but okay. I, and to be fair the stuff you're rambling about i was gonna t- bring up at some point oh, like, okay. oh okay yeah, cool so, so it works perfectly in line like especially the, the the creeps thing like you kind of mentioned like the aesthetic of it more than anything else and like the acronym is genius which for those that didn't pick up on it whenever i said it in the intro can't really exist either politically or socially it is it, it's so simple but it is so like genius so i have to ask that for you guys you know, since you're really presenting this aesthetic more than anything else, what does mm-hmm. it mean to be a creep or be one of the creeps? It, <clears throat> I think, I don't know, at least for me, how uh, how I conceived of what it would become. Like it's developed mm-hmm. over time and in, in, in different ways and um, expanded and like changed in some ways, I think. But like, uh just being having the fact that it can be and usually is very difficult to not fit into these different categories like we wanted that to be front-facing and to be actually like very loud Mm -hmm. um with the understanding that that would limit possible opportunities but because that's just where where we're at that's 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 how we live we wanted that to be there it had to be yeah. And then to me, it's come to mean um, in a broader sense, like there are people with whom it resonates for a lot of reasons. And uh, seeing that they could on some level relate to this idea of being like, listen, man, I don't fit. I don't know. Like, I don't fit. It would be cool to have some kind of a sense of community, even if it's only by virtue of the fact that like none of us quite seem to know where it is we're supposed to go. Um, and we don't have to figure it out right this second, but Hey, at least we have each other. Like that, right. that's to me what it's come to mean. Um, because that's that, I mean, that's what I want. Like I, I, I anytime that people have expressed to us that that means something to them or that mm-hmm. what we're doing mm-hmm. means something to them, that to me means it's working. That's like, that's what to me creep means. It's, it was supposed to be at first kind of, um, confrontational, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And yeah. I guess it still it is. Still is. It still yeah. is. But like, so much more of it, the other part of it is just how much it's um, drawn people to what we're doing and, and, and for reasons that I never could have imagined. Uh, so, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it felt like a very solitary and I think almost just like, hey, listen, fuck y'all. We're, we're doing it and yeah. it's just us. And you know what? Whatever. That's just going to be what it is. So initially it felt more, uh, there was more anger, I think, under it, for me at least. 
Yeah, um, no, for sure. And now that anger has uh, in some ways changed to like, oh, yeah, fuck y'all. But also, these are our people here. We have our people. Yeah. They're there. They exist. And they found us or we found them or whichever. Um, and so, yeah, we can be a, a bunch of weird freaks <laughs> together, whatever that means. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of what Cruz has come to mean to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, there may only be two of us in a tag team, but there are a lot of creeps that we met. Um, like, wrestling fans, wrestlers, who mm-hmm. some of whom tell us that we they look up to us, which I, blows my mind. I cannot believe it. Because, yeah. what? But, okay. Yeah. But it's true. Like, we need the... Wrestling in general, and especially in Georgia, needs people to break ground, essentially, and make room for queer and trans wrestlers and um, indigenous wrestlers and just anyone who doesn't fit the body type or the mentality of traditional conservative wrestling. Which, it's odd, it's such a... um Wrestling comes from such a sketchy outlaw. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know marginal, why it became so. It's so light. puritanical um, in ways that I just can't understand at all. Um, and like, especially when it comes to intergender wrestling. Oh God, yeah. Like, you're trying to tell me that in the fucking twenties at a carnival. They wouldn't use that a hundred percent to sell tickets, you know, because it would be a spectacle. Yeah, because wrestling is a spectacle. Right. (laughs) But now it's like, oh, we can't do that that, because it won't be so taboo. How could you? Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, we we want the uh, the freak show spectacle, but hey, not like that. Not no, Um, but you know, you can't be in a ring with you know. A man. Like, oh, a, oh yeah, no. We can absolutely believe like that. You know, Satan's son and a dead undead mortician can absolutely wrestle in the ring and be anyone. Right. But if yeah, a no woman problem. wrestles a man, oh, that no, no way. Right. No, no, so, no. Exactly. It's, it's funny for me, <laughs> that I am small in stature because most female wrestlers mm-hmm. uh, and actually wrestlers in general, they're all bigger than me. And so, like in my mind, I was like. You mean I can't wrestle a woman? Why? And they're just like, well, it's not believable because you're a man. I was like, yeah, but what she's the not fuck like an essentialist like like... And she's got size and reach and weight on me. I don't know what what, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, right. I... <laughs> oh, but uh, anyway, okay. So to bring, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, but also I think that's um, in a way, even now I've been thinking about how. There's um, Georgia Wrestling History Awards every year. Mm-hmm. And one of the categories is Best Tag Team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were not nominated. Which is fine. Which I think is fully appropriate and honestly perfect for what we're doing. Because of course we're not. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, um, it's, it's, and it's, I don't it's, expect to be. It doesn't fit. And there's nowhere on the ballot because there's like best male wrestler and best female wrestler of the year. 
And I've been, like, joking about how, like, well, I guess I must just be a technician because, like, there's also a Best Technician <laughs> Award. It's the only gender neutral It's like, one. I guess that's the, you know, that's my gender. Is yeah, that's the three technician. genders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking Male, of female, technician. I was going to say, like, you know that, that commercial that sometimes pop up, like, the people identifying, like, what sexuality they are. is like, I, you know, I'm gay, you know, I'm trans, I'm actually pansexual, like, that ad comes up. And you just pop in there, I'm a technician. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a technician. I identify as a technician, because that's the option I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, I'm not even remotely mad about it, because, like, no, this is the idea, you know? And, like, the fact that we don't get booked often in Georgia is proof that we need to be here because eventually they're going to fucking have to, like, yeah. you this know, is, this is something that the people who have helped us and trained us and who have gotten it, or at least knew that there was something there to what mm -hmm. we were doing. People like Matt Hankins. Yes. Again. Um, we knew that it wasn't a path of least resistance, but we also knew and they made it clear to us, like, look, if these people don't like it now and they don't want it, fine. Um, they don't have to, and that's 100% true. But what's going to happen later is you're going to get steam and people are going to start caring, and then they're suddenly going to want you around because it's a business. Mm -hmm. And when they do, great. Guess what? They're paying your rate right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're and, getting and you, extra. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, like, true, but it's, 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 it's the truth. Like, you know, and we've seen it. With people who came before us and seen it with our mm -hmm. peers. AC Mac. AC Mac, yeah. AC yep. Mac had roughly the same kind of start as we did. He yeah. came to a different place when he started, but like all the same spots, like putting in the reps in the same places. Mm -hmm. um, Being smaller stature. Yeah. But amazing from the beginning oh, on the mic, you know? Yeah, but the, the first time we saw him do his intro uh, for himself, of course. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, this is a star. Yeah. Like I didn't even I was like, I don't care what he does in this match. It does not matter to me. There's a star. There you go. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we had a few people. We had people who've come before us by, uh, enough that we can kind of watch how they've moved through this process. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah. People like him and Ashton Star, um, who I don't know. I, I just don't think there are enough ways that people should. Like the, the opportunities that should be coming to a lot of these performers. Yeah. Um, it and baffles me that they haven't had them. I know. I mean, thank God that AC was IWTV champion. That meant a lot. That was oh, yeah. incredible. Um, and well deserved. And also, he deserves more than that. I know he he'll be back. He's retired, <laughs> but you know, it's he's, wrestling. He's stuck he'll with be it back. longer than like anyone I've ever known. With us, the retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Um. <laughs> but yeah it's so like there were there were a number of things like we knew it was possible to get to get that traction or to try to and we had enough people encouraging us in the right ways i think um that we stuck with it because it can be real real hard um that's mm -hmm. that's that's part of why i think we're so protective of uh a lot of the the queer and, and trans talent that's around here yeah. that are kind of uh, coming after us, I guess, so to speak. Um, because it's just, it's not easy. Mm -mm. Like people, even if it's unconscious, they don't want to give you those chances. 
And um, so, like, I don't know. I would rather open doors for countless other people than ever have, like, some kind of big TV whatever the hell. Like, that, that, all that kind of stuff doesn't mean anything to me. A bigger platform means only one thing to me, and it's that I can reach more people and make them feel less, like, they're absolutely alone. Right. That's absolutely. it. Um, and you know, whatever that sounds like pretentious and, and shit, but like, it's, it's just how it is. Like, I didn't think I cared about doing things on a larger scale, broadly speaking until it started happening. And then I saw what that could mean in practical terms for the things that we're trying to get across. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't think that I'm experienced enough or good enough or whatever else to like be a mentor to people or to have people look up to me in any Mm -hmm. kind of a way. But regardless, whether that's something that happens or not, I'm still going to be doing everything I can to put on for, for queer talent, like period. Um, whether they just started and they kind of don't know what the hell they're doing. Fine. That's where everyone is at some point. I'm still going to be putting on for them. I don't, I would rather work with, and try to help someone who I think is a kind person who is trying their absolute fucking hardest than someone who is just like an absolute ring general who is like walking paint dry and also happens to be an asshole. Like, <laughs> like I don't, it's, it's whatever. Like you'll, you'll be fine, bro. Like you have, yeah, to, you, you, know, all right. you don't need me to speak up on your behalf. You'll be cool. Um, so I don't know. Like, all of that stuff has come to mean a lot to me and to what creeps I think means. And I, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like last night, somebody was telling us yeah. that it's just, I, I, I don't know how to process some of it when people tell us that we're making a path that they can, they can try to, uh, to walk down as well. I, I don't, I don't see it from my perspective because this is just, I'm just doing, we're just doing what we do and trying to be, trying to be decent to the folks behind us but like yeah i, yeah, I don't yeah know. leave it better than you yeah, found it wrestlers say that all the time it's such a tight cliche oh, leave it better than i found it. it's like well are you're you not, you're not no, doing a great job doing, so far yeah. so how many <laughs> more years are you going to be doing this <laughs> I think when they, they, a lot, a lot of us, I can't say for everyone, but when a lot of wrestlers say it like that, you know, I'm going to leave this place better than I entered it. Meaning that my name's going to be the one that makes this place prestigious before anyone else walks into this place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The house that OJ Styles built. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you're a wrestler, that's done fuck all for us. We train there. Uh, Yeah. We're technically in his training lineage and people are just like, so? (laughs) <laughs> we're just like him yeah exactly i wrestle exactly like him that's why i'm jj sucks <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I, I noticed uh, from the long flowing hair um <laughs> yes yeah, no, the haircut. yeah the, the resplendent windswept hair <laughs> um but i think yeah it's just uh it's hard i think too for people who aren't in any kind of a marginalized community mm-hmm. to understand what the difficulty looks like in practice because they're just like, oh, well, it's just wrestling. You just try to go and get booked, and you know, then it just happens. Like, no, man, no, it no. really isn't. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't just outside happen. of Georgia. If you were, it's a lot easier. Yes, like the Northeast, people are like, yeah, we get it. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what you do? Yeah, they're like, yeah, come on up. 
You want a challenge for our collaborative tag champions? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I want to wrestle the outfielders. I have wanted to for so long. Yes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I, I wanted to, to to point out something that uh, Irving you had said, like talking yeah. about. Um, I forget exactly the phrasing of it, but it's like mm. kind of, you know, people might might not initially like be on board. They might not watch you immediately, but eventually it's going to get to the point to where you're undeniable. You know, just based on how right. you present yourself. Like I'm thinking of several people there, like even in indie wrestling right now. You know, uh, Dark Sheik, uh, Edith yes. Real, yes. uh Danhausen. Yes. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. e- I mean, the biggest example I could think of is Effie. Like in my personal opinion, yes. like yes. Effie, no, Effie, Effie went from someone that, like, you know, like you know you can see and you can you know admire dedication to arguably the biggest name in indie wrestling that is a former wwe uh-huh. talent like absolutely yeah yeah and yeah i mean those are all people that i know i look up to and yeah. admire i and gotta are... put max the impaler in there too yes max the impaler oh my god yes. max the impaler yes yeah <laughs> they're so good and like the, so the, these these sorts of people too though the fun thing is if you watch what it took to get them to where they're at. And then you also watch how much weird horse shit still just washes up oh, on their shores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, I think it, it throws it into stark con- contrast, what it means to be successful in these communities or to be part of these communities and still achieve success. It oh, yeah. still means that people are going to be constantly trying to shit on you. Even if <laughs> you are like, like the Effie, biggest, yeah, yeah. Is, Effie, I think, is like the definition of an undeniable talent at this point. Yes, agreed. Um, like you can hem and haw, you could not like what he's doing, whatever. You could, you could not like the matches. I truly don't care. All of that's immaterial to the fact that he is doing his thing the way that he wants to, mm-hmm. and it's working. Um, so, and Sheik, Sheik, it's the same thing. Yeah, Sheik's been wrestling for so long. Yes, and I. I don't think it's been up until fairly recently that I think she's been getting the attention and yeah. praise that is warranted. Yeah, once she got into more GCW stuff, it's like, thank goodness. Yeah. Because she's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, should absolutely be at the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just uh, uh, a lot of these people, too, I think have um, – I think no- people know that they have good creative minds. But I still don't think they understand the extent to which that's true and like the scale that we're talking about. They, it's, I always feel like it's like galaxy brain stuff, kind of like being near these people to hear what they're doing and how they yeah. function to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I mean, they, it's, it, if they make it seem effortless, uh, I don't want to ruin anyone's, uh, mystique here. <laughs> it, it is not effortless. No. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Sheik makes it seem effortless because Sheik yeah. is so good. But it, <laughs> it, 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 there is there's there's considerable effort. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I I can only imagine. I imagine it's probably effort just getting into half the outfit she has to get into alone. Like the ones. That's oh yeah, I, know. <laughs> I can't imagine. I like, people, like I legitimately wear like underpants and I complain. <laughs> right, uh, I'm sitting here. <laughs> putting on my one piece of gear being like oh i ain't doing this and then meanwhile while employo is putting on the most gorgeous elaborate makeup yes and yeah. outfits that i can't even conceive of and i'm just like it's really hard to wipe off lipstick when i do chase cards 
but yeah, I, I mean, like it, it's. I imagine it's incredible being able to to think that you're at least even rubbing shoulders or bumping elbows with. Oh my god, that's crazy! You haven't. Oh man, I, 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 I imagine yeah. it was probably especially super surreal. At arguably your guys's, you know, at least biggest audience to date, and that was yeah, recently yeah. the other weekend wrestling a part of Effie's Big Gay Brunch Eight in Tampa, Florida, against the Runway. Yeah. I can only imagine oh how god. surreal that experience has to be. All of Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah. It. it I'm going to spend, I don't know how long, like processing that. Um, I feel like I will still be kind of like buffering whatever it is my brain's doing <laughs> until we get to do something like that again. I mean, you know, hopefully we'll get to do, hopefully, first of all, Effie doesn't actually stop doing brunches. I don't, yeah. believe, I don't, I, believe hope not. I hope not either. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't think he's going to stop. Uh, and also, you know, uh, book us again. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I think once we get to do something like that again, maybe it'll in some way it'll actually maybe sink in. Like, yeah, I think that's what it's going to take is something like that. Because um, like, there's a lot of imposter syndrome in wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and not just us. no, not just us, but to be like, no, it wasn't just a fluke that we were there and we got to be there with all those incredible people. It. Um. It's because we've actually, we've worked really fucking hard. Yeah. And we've gotten there. But it feels the same at, like, full queer shows that we do, too. I can't believe it. Those shows Which are- may be, as far as the national consciousness of queer wrestling on a lower level, they still feel the same way. Those shows are special. Um, Any queer shows we yeah. do. Any shows we do with more than three queer people on them feel the same way yeah you know yeah um where it's like hey look at us (laughs) we're here and and we're all doing great you know not just the tokens (laughs) yeah exactly that's part of why the queer shows are so cool because once a lot of that weird stupid pressure is taken off Mm -hmm. you get to see people shine joy and yeah and you get to also see like right in front of you how diverse queer wrestling is yeah um it's just astounding like i did not see anyone that looked like anyone else yeah on that card or doing anything the same as anyone else and after being in a position where we saw um someone who's very prominent in georgia wrestling accuse a black gay wrestler of essentially being the same as other black gay wrestlers when he's not. It's like, no, fuck you. Like, no, like Vanessa yeah. could have been there with Ashton and with Sunny Kiss, and they're all very different, yes. and it would have been amazing to see them all do something on the same show, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, the, the, Racist the, ass, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, yeah, <laughs> But yeah, so that shit, look, if that's what gets, like, let me make this real clear mm-hmm. too. Again, if the fact that we will take up for queer wrestlers when people say dumb shit like that, if that's what gets us unbooked or blackballed, good. Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. Like, I don't. I don't need y'all. Yeah. You don't want us, so let's just keep it a buck and we'll just stay where we're at. Yeah. Um 
even if we weren't getting better opportunities now, my attitude would be the same. Yeah. Like, I don't need that horse shit. What I need to do is look out for my people. Amen. Yeah. Um, and there's the an extent. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the extent where, like, even if that person tried to come back and book us, either of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. There would not be a number that they could throw at us. No, I'm not um, interested. Like, Y'all have made it clear. Yeah. I see what uh, which side of history you're on right now, and it ain't looking too good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I mean, hot, especially right now. Yeah, and look, I believe that people can change and learn and grow. All of that stuff. That's a really deeply held value of mine. But you know, sometimes when someone shows you what they are and what they're about, you should just believe them and keep it moving. You know, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> wrestling, you have to make so many moral concessions to do so many things yeah and at a certain point it's just like you know what uh this this is too much and yeah. i don't actually have to be party to this um if you can stomach it and it gets you where you want to be hey cool it's not a matter of judgment do what you got to do um we all got to work for people who we think are pieces of shit uh but like i don't know like at a certain point we realized we could not abide by certain things anymore yeah. um I mean, that's, that's, yeah. I'll say that's very valid, especially for kind of the representation you guys bring forth, not just with being a part of Effie's gay, big gay brunch, but kind of just wherever you go. Um, I, I know that like a real good representation, at least on a personal level was never, I took my girlfriend, Christine to the classic mm. say wrestling show. Um, cause it was, this was her first wrestling show that she's ever been to live. I've been oh, to really? Awesome. Yeah. That, Holy that, shit. Like she, she had been a fan of wrestling here and there, but she had never gone to like a live wrestling show. And to be fair, it was my yeah. first ever like classic city wrestling show. Like, cause, mm-hmm. I, cause I, the most I had ever seen beforehand was like a, a house show or two, like a, you know, a local promotion, like Florida when I was down there with my mom, uh, yeah. some NXT house shows, which I have some great stories about going to some of those. Oh, yeah. um, oh those, yeah, those, those are fun. Those shows were, yeah. they, they were incredible. And then like, you know, uh, I, I've been to one pay-per-view WWE day one was, was in Atlanta, Georgia. I was there for that. Okay. Um, but like, this was my girlfriend's like first time going to a wrestling show and going up to your guys' table, like first off and like kind of the, the, the hospitality that you guys showed immediately. Oh. And like the, it, it really made her feel like, you know, at home warm, especially at a cool dive bar, like 40 watt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, on, and then on top of that, like, you know, when the, the, uh, the, I don't know if it's the booker, like the ring announcer, but whoever it was that like started off the show, just going up to the ring and just talking about like, you know, this is a, a safe space for everyone here. We're not going to have yes. any racism. Yeah. We're not going to have any homophobia. We're not going to have any transphobia. If you have an issue with it, get out. Like, uh, like it made her immediately feel safe more than anything else. Really? That's, that's, that's the kind of representation that I appreciate when it comes to wrestling. I can only imagine for, for the both of you, like, not only having that in a space like this, but being able to to really be a flagpole and really showcase that to people that wrestling is an incredible place for everyone to be a part of. I can only imagine how important it is for you to really have that on full display. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, it mm-hmm. means it means it means the world to me. And honestly, too, like whenever we're on shows and people tell us like, "Oh, this is the first time I've been to a wrestling show," mm-hmm. and then they tell us that they loved it and then they want to see more. That's like. I don't know. That's one of the most rewarding things. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, of course that like if our presence or what we're doing makes people feel like it's someplace they can be, then that's that I, I, I don't think that there's a, a higher or better mark of success 
than than that to me. Yeah, uh, like to be what Ultramantis was for us, yeah, for other that's, people that's, is I, incredible. I, I can't, I still can't fathom it. I really can't. But like, if that is what's happening, then good. Then, uh, then I think uh, what we're doing is is the, what we should be doing. Um, yeah, and Classic City is is special for sure. Yes. Um, not just like in the Georgia landscape either. I think like, I think they're just, their approach is from a place of, um, they love wrestling. They love having the crowds that they have and bringing people in who wouldn't necessarily give wrestling a shot at first glance. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm without the exclusion of like you know the the diehards because you know that's that's part of it too but they just there's something about how they operate that just um it's just different it's different from a lot of other places yeah there's not a lot of um mystique isn't quite the word where they're like where they don't tell you what's happening you know like or they won't communicate yeah with the talent Right. Um, There's not that anonymity. Yeah. yeah no, that's, no, that's they, a good they way are, to put they it. Are, um, yeah. They are who they are as people. Like they they are very transparent and upfront with how they operate, what they're trying to do, and what they would like for their performance to do. Um, and that sounds like it should just be a given. Uh, but especially it's in not. It is not. It's not. And so, um, it's refreshing. Like, and I think that comes across in the shows too. Yeah. Like I think the performances reinforce how everything has been approached. People who are wrestling there want to be there and they want that show to go. Like I feel it, it's sometimes when you're on shows, like especially when you're traveling, you don't really know everyone or, you know, like you just kind of feel it out. But this is a show where I do think everyone's pulling in the same direction. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's rarer than it should be. Um, and I think it's, I don't know, it, it, the, the results to me and, and what they've been able to accomplish already uh, are a good measure of why that, <laughs> why that matters. Absolutely. And I was going to say, I know you, you mentioned, you know, a person saying this is their first ever wrestling show and wanted to come back. Oh, no, trust me. Next time you guys are at 40 Watt, me and Christine, we're going to be there. I can promise you that. Awesome. Um, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That, that's like the best. It is truly. I mean, we, we, I know we had an absolute blast there. And like I said, you know, seeing you guys wrestle is absolutely fun. I know her, her favorite part was, I forget what the guy's name is, but there was the, the guy that came out in like jean shorts and the curly mustache. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Dave Stage. Dave Stage. Yeah. Yeah. He, Scrub the, daddy. The, uh, no, I was going to say the instant he came out, me and Christine were just in awe. Okay. Because, well, because here's the thing. She, she is a trans woman. I am a pansexual and we were both falling in love right in front of us. Okay. <laughs> And he's also super funny. Yeah. Uh, I was also gonna say like ever hears this. In the, in the yeah, he's, he's not gonna believe this because no, he, he's also very humble. Yeah, he's, he's right. Really what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I know. I, no reason to 
humble, bro. I know he's <laughs> humble because, like, okay, so halfway during his match that he had going on, Christine just decided to be funny, like, point her head away, just went, oh, daddy! Like, just to be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then and then after the match, we, we went up to, to him to buy some of the merch to help support them, and yeah. she, she uh-huh. told him that, and he instantly blushed. Just, yeah. He is, <laughs> yeah, again, I don't want to blow up anyone's mystique, but he is a he is a sweetheart. Yeah, he deserves the world. He really does. Get, put a belt on that man. Jesus, <laughs> somebody look at him. We'll, we'll create a belt just to put it on that man. Like, let's do yeah. it. Come on. He could just come out, be how he is, and look the way he does, and he should still just have a belt. He yeah, can, like they don't even be like a shoulder tag. We don't have to touch him. No, him not. No, give just give like, uh, give, give like the the handsomest man award, like whatever you want to name it. Yeah. Anything, strap, strap him up. The, the forty watt club belt or something. I don't care what. Yeah. Just give it to him. <laughs> it's, it's, he deserves it. Absolutely, but I, I you know, I I imagine like you know being around like incredible people like that. You know, is one thing, but obviously like you know in the matches themselves, it's got to be a whole entire another fun you know experience on yeah. its own and you guys both started off as singles wrestlers but then decided to come mm-hmm. together as a tag team so i'm curious because i've never had an opportunity to ask a wrestler this how is the mentality yeah. for a tag team wrestling match different than a singles match oh, wow. for you both oh wow um it is a a totally different kind of match yeah um it's the way you plan it is completely different um the way you think about it because you're planning for five people, four wrestlers and the ref. Right. Um, I love it. It's my favorite. Absolutely. Like, I have always loved tag team wrestling um, since I've been. Uh, that's probably the Chikara influence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. It's, I don't even know how to, without, you know, giving away too much oh, of business or whatever. It's, I think. There, there are there are story beats to a tag match, some of which are the same as singles matches. There are certain things that just kind of apply across the board. Mm-hmm. But the way that you can ratchet up the drama, yeah, to get yeah, yeah. to the to the release that you want, um, is unparalleled. I don't think you can it, when it's done right. I don't think there is a more exciting thing. Then when the tag match hits that third gear, yeah, and it, it's because of the way that you can structure it, um, it, it and it's some. It's funny because people are always like, "Oh, it's so simple. It's so simple." In some ways, yeah, um, but I I don't think so. I, it, I think. I mean, that, once you get it, it can be. There are more small um, moving parts that can either lead to the complete success or just an absolute dud by the end of a tag match. And you gotta just be on it the whole time, I think. Like, there's so many different pieces that have to come together. Otherwise, it, you know, it'll be okay. But you don't want to pay. You want right. people to lose their absolute shit when finally it starts going. Like when it picks up at the end. Right. Yeah. Um, when the when the hot tag is made, and you know the okay. So yeah. let me. You know. So you've got one person who's been in there getting their ass beat. Usually me. Uh, <laughs> well, the other. <laughs> Other team member is, you know, desperately trying to get them out of there. Right. Um, and say the other team is cheating as much as possible, probably, you know, or yeah. just just being shitheads, 
evil in whichever way they want to be because right. there's more than one way to be a yeah, bad guy. Exactly. Um, so when finally the person who's been getting beat up makes that tag and the fresh person gets to come in and like beat up on the on the bad guys for a minute, it's just, oh my God, it's you, so exciting. Yeah, even if that doesn't lead to a victory, yeah, that moment... That's like that's everything right there. Yeah, I think, um, and for it to work, the villains have to be detestable enough in whichever way they choose. The person who's getting beaten up has to garner enough sympathy and anger on their behalf to make that tag matter. Um, that those are the reasons why mm-hmm. I think tag wrestling is really like again. Some of this is common across different matches, mm-hmm. but there's just something about it. Um, and I think, I think sometimes the way that tag wrestling has been looked at too, um, it's been kind of denigrated over over a span of time because WWE has been like, yeah, the big name, and they have been kind of the ones who are the purveyors of what it is wrestling looks like to a broader audience. Right. And so for decades, tag wrestling honestly was kind of a joke. It was. Uh, it was. It, mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it was it, it filled a spot on the card and whatever. Um, and so I think but even wrestlers have been conditioned to think that it's the lesser uh, pursuit in some right, ways. Right. And like it's a, I mean, all wrestling matches are gimmick matches. Yeah. But it, you know, it was something it's developed. Yeah. More spectacle, more people, you know. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, I guess, the idea that a singles match would somehow not be all those things. Right. But no, I mean that's why they were I mean, the, the the tag match is a gimmick match at its core. It is entirely just to get more people. Yeah, it's the draw. Like yeah. what, tag wrestling has always been the draw uh, until they like beat it to death. Yeah, like so. you put two, you put ugh, hate to mention him, but you put Hogan and Macho Man together, you know, to beat up some bad guys, and it's like holy shit, you know, like they're yeah. I mean, it's just wild. It's, yeah, they're working. Weird. Together to finally defeat this common enemy, you know. Um, yeah. So even many... when you do it that way, which I think thrown together tag teams are that's another, yeah, <laughs> not my favorite. Um, but you know that's the the thing is it's supposed to be extra gimmicky. Same with like women's matches. Yeah, um, it's the draw. So the fact that it's often disrespected is just really frustrating oh, yeah. but also makes perfect sense that that's what we decided to yeah. do because, yeah. you know it's, it's, <laughs> what's funny is people uh sometimes you'll hear in passing people will be like oh it's so much easier to get booked as a tag team and i'm just like what are you sure and then uh oh what there are like five singles matches on a card in one tag match like right. how do you no, think this dude. is easier that also when people think like oh yeah i mean like if you're a gay wrestler, then you can just get a booking. He's like, I'm screaming. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I, yeah, all right. Are you sure about that? <laughs> it's like, buddy, I assure you, grass ain't greener. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, it, it, it's it's crazy how little respect people give, like, tag team wrestling these days. Like, I feel like it's it's a little better now because yeah, – Yeah, I think so. I like not in, you know both in like the bigger name sense but also on in the indie sense but still yes. like yeah. there, there's still that I guess like kind of 
I don't know, like stench about it that people think like, oh yeah, it's so much easier. Like you, you only you only have to have to work because there's twice as many wrestlers, wrestlers in there. Wrestlers think too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like, oh, have you done? Oh, been on the apron trying to get people who don't understand tag wrestling to understand why you can't just go in there. Right. It is so hard. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, it's it's or yeah. even having a crowd who gets it helping them get behind your guy who's in there mm. if they don't know who you are. You know, like, it's not... <laughs> I work harder on the fucking outside <laughs> than when I'm in there. <laughs> I I am more winded, and I feel like I'm actually legitimately going to die when I'm in there just getting beaten up trying to get sympathy. I haven't done anything. I might like, <laughs> try to hit someone, you know? And then I just get stomped. But the act of making it clear what's happening to me and why you should care is so much harder and physically taxing, too, than, like, I don't know, doing some kind of crazy running spot. Like, I don't – like, that stuff's cool, and I like all of it. But, like, yeah, to say that tag wrestling – like, people – when we started, we were like, oh, we only got to take – you only do half the match. And it's just like, I don't think that that, like, maybe one of us doesn't understand this. And I'll just say, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or to be on the other side, to be, um, to be a, a heel tag team. Oh, yeah. You both have to be absolute shitheads mm-hmm. um, the whole time. And, you know, you have to know when to, like, pull the ref so someone can cheat or to like run over and take down or hit the, the other face tag team member on the outside um, to piss people off even more, you know, like rhythm to it that I don't think. um, And it's, it, it's only become more obvious to us too. The longer we specialize in tag wrestling, when we face people who don't do it as much, Mm -hmm. um, there are things that, it's not because like they're dumb or they don't know how to do wrestling. It's just, no, it's just a different. Yeah. They just style. don't think about it. And yeah. it's like, so no, like that, that like this here doesn't necessarily make sense. And I don't think we're going to get as much out of it as if we do whatever this other thing. Right. Like it's detail stuff. It's rhythm stuff. Um, and we're still learning, it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, like the little things that the crowd wouldn't even necessarily, they wouldn't say, Oh, that's happening now like it wouldn't be explicit to them it's still going to register and lead to the payoff in ways that i don't think people necessarily get if they don't do tag wrestling a lot yeah yeah um but yeah you you can settle for like oh that's nice but what you want is (laughs) people standing up and being like yeah fuck that dude up yeah, yeah, let's uh, go. Beat his ass. Kill them both. Yeah, like, whoa. Hey, whoa, yeah. Like, Kill him. No, we're not doing that. Massacre <laughs> him. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Massacre <laughs> him. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I love singles wrestling too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. watching people who are at the peak of tag wrestling compete. It blows my mind. Oh, my God. It's oh, so yeah. good. I mean, I, there are, I I imagine this still like a, especially like you said earlier, it's still a learning process for you guys, regardless. Oh, yeah. You guys have oh, only yeah. been, you guys have only been like wrestling for what five years and teaming together for like getting to three years at this point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I, so. I, 
I keep saying five years, but I don't think it. I think it's less, which is crazy. I mean, do, are we counting but, the COVID year you guys took off? Or no. <laughs> yeah, not really. I don't know because there was a lot of learning at that point. Yeah, so maybe but we, we should. Yeah, but we're, I don't know. I don't know. I say either way. Regardless, like you know, there's still a lot of learning for you guys. But obviously, yeah. like even yeah. then, and in the short amount of time, you guys have really been making a good impression, especially on this local scene. You know, where you've been able to put your footprint out here and there. It leads me to wonder because you know, hearing the mentality you guys have when it comes to a wrestling mm-hmm. match, I'm curious what would be the ultimate other mm. half of the situation well, for you guys. What would be the ultimate dream match for the creeps? Like if if, oh, you, had oh, a, if you had a chance to book it, like however Ooh. you want, what would be that dream match? There are so many good tag teams. Um, yeah, are we? Can we throw together a tag team? Go for it. <laughs> I mean, we could. I, I'm, I would. No, you you do a. Um, I'll throw one together, and you do a. Um... Like. Oh so god! I, I think, especially where we're at mm-hmm. right now, it's hard for me to um think past it because right now we want to wrestle tag teams who are going who are better than us period yeah and who are going to challenge us to to keep pushing forward and getting better right right uh assuming that we do get better which i hope is true um <laughs> i think you know they just came to mind immediately i'm just, I'm just gonna go i think violence is forever yeah um, that would be really good i um i look up to them a lot okay like for a lot of reasons yeah yeah um, and, and it's um it's fun to be in the building with like say we're just young boying around yeah, in boy. action and it's like there are two aapi guys in this building that means a shitload irv and yeah, yeah and kevin like look at that there are two like yeah, holy like, shit. look at us yeah <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that really does matter to me though like, no absolutely um, that's part of why um, i i look up to uh to cool a lot too um because i mean he, he, he came has, through a lot of the same stuff we did yes um yeah earlier yeah. and maybe to a worse extent probably um, yeah i let's see so i'm not gonna throw together one i will later but not yet um <laughs> i wish msp was still together oh god yeah um yeah. i'd say the carnies too yeah they're up there. um Kerry has told us he plans to be the shit out of us at some point um because that's how he he teaches <laughs> um, you know, old school stuff. We can. It's all right. That's how we came up. We can. Right, right. Well, it's not a threat. You know, threat. it is not a threat. We get it. it. We know what he means. Yeah. We know what he means. <laughs> I'll say. Well, hopefully, he can live up to his word at some point because you guys are certainly not going to go down without swinging. <laughs> no. I, right. I think, Absolutely. I think it'll happen. I'm confident it will happen. It's just a matter of when and, and where. Right. Um, I um I would like to wrestle. I don't know what their tag team name is, but Alec Price and Cole Radrick. Oh God, yeah. Um, absolutely. Love them to death. Good Lord. And I'm I'm kind of trying to pick teams that don't wrestle quite in the same way as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, of course, Bussy would be great, but I feel like that match would be. <laughs> there would be no bumps. It would be all Gaga. Which, Which is great. Is great, yeah. But but I mean, we need I, to learn other. You know, like, and I think that's and we would learn, of course, from that. Oh God, yes. I mean, like, I'd, but, I'd still pay for that match. Okay, like. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. I want that match. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I, um, but that's I think part of why it shows violence is forever too, because like, it's not that they don't 
I don't think that their style, it's almost like an inverted version of, of how our the yeah. ratio of what we do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, that's not better or worse. It's just kind of interesting that their approach is different. And I think that would make, to me, that's what makes matches interesting. A lot of times, is, mm-hmm. you know, you hear it mm-hmm. all the time, like, Oh, well styles make matches, styles make matches. Right. But I think it, it's kind of true to an extent. Yeah. Um, so that's a very different, yeah. yeah. Part of why I chose them. I think. I mean, those, um, those are all good options already. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to put together what would be the... the oh, the, yeah, the one that you just make yeah. up. Yeah. Which would be, I think... It would be William Regal. Oh, God. And <laughs> Mayumi Ozaki. Wow. There you go. <laughs> okay, so you're to, you're no, I'm like, I'm trying to die. I'm trying to die, <laughs> um also like those are you know our favorite wrestlers you yeah, know so yeah, yeah. or here's a, maybe also a die die one but one that couldn't maybe happen mm-hmm. minara suzuki and maki ito <laughs> versus oh, creep <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> ever getting to that point i know i know i can't oh, either like, but yeah so, i'd be like, going out there like yeah this is it like someone's gonna die in that match i hope you guys realize that (laughs) no it's like this is how i go out and i'm fine with that yeah there (laughs) you go (laughs) yeah like you guys just said minoru suzuki alone like that that's that's death (laughs) yeah no yeah that damn i wouldn't even that that yeah that is wow See, I'm being I'm being crazy. Yeah. No, no, I, I did say sorry, I did, that's an ableist I, term. I did, <laughs> I did well either that I did say dream match, so yo, go yeah, for your no, wall yeah, no. right? Yeah, that's true. And, and not for nothing, uh guys like uh Rob Martyr and the work he's put in yeah. and seeing him get opportunities like wrestling Suzuki, that also means a whole hell of a lot to me because it shows that people who do the stuff and are decent people and put mm-hmm. in the work can get to those positions. Yeah. And so like, I don't think I've ever told him that, uh, but it's true. Like I know that that, that, that shit meant a lot to me and to a lot of other people. Yeah, absolutely. So like in my mind, I was like, Oh shit. If I, if I get as good as Rob Martyr, at least, uh, <laughs> Holy shit. which is a tall, <laughs> yeah. time, uh, then I could maybe do cool stuff like that too. Um, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also want to say that, at Showabunga 2, mm. we are wrestling the outfielders, and that is a dream match. It is. 100%. Um, so, and when we wrestled the Von Englands, that was a dream it match. Was. Yeah. So we've had some. The runway. The runway. Twice. Yeah. You know, so we are getting to yeah. do yeah, yeah, yeah. not um, ridiculous <laughs> made-up stuff, but still dream matches. No, absolutely. And I, it's not lost on me. Like, it's um, – I think every – the runway, I think the Von Englands, and I'm positive that I can say this already of the outfielders is uh, we're going to come away so much better. Yeah, at absolutely. The Von Englands, like they, they, I don't know, they they pushed us in the ways that I think we needed to. Yes, be. yeah, and, which is also what we're looking for yeah. in dream matches. Yeah, they're and they, I mean, to me, they will, they cannot possibly get enough recognition. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so those uh, yeah, those are good, man. Those are crazy matches that you thought of. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm going for it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those... I didn't pick Walter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, at least yeah, I don't, I don't want to get the uh, 
the treatment that old hot sauce got. I do. I'll do it. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I will look, get look, chopped in oblivion. There, I was gonna say, look, look, uh, Andy could take the chops on that one, Irving. You gotta protect yeah. your your tattoos more than anything else. You know, like, I get that exactly. <laughs> more yeah. Than anything else, people see me and they're just like, oh, oh, baby, I'm gonna chop you. Uh, <laughs> well, we gotta we gotta protect that art, you know. Exactly. I'll take them. Exactly. Um. Yes. I mean, going back to what I said a little earlier, like obviously you guys have only been really tagging together for a relatively short amount of time, but you keep getting more and more mm -hmm. incredible opportunities doing like some of those dream matches oh. that you're talking about. It, it leaves me curious more or less, like what is your guys' hopes and aspirations for creeps? Like what do you guys oh. hope to accomplish as this incredible tag team? So a lot of our aspirations, I think would be difficult also as an intergender tag team. Yeah which is part of what makes it worth it in a way. Mm -hmm. um, I think getting to do a tag match in DDT. Mm. Um, I mean, anywhere in Japan is an intergender, but like DDT is like... Yeah, that's another really important one for both of us, I think. Um, I will job to a belt oh, all yeah. day long for them. Yeah, um, if y'all want a little dog to pin me, then great. Yeah, like <laughs> absolutely. Like we can... <laughs> let's, We'll wrestle the open heavyweight. Oh, the, yeah. I, oh, God. It's such a long title. Yeah. Iron um, Man Heavy Metal. I ran Heavy Metal Weight yeah, and that tiny dog and lose in DDT, and that would be a dream match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, or Absolutely. actual humans. <laughs> but, you know, just getting to do DDT as a tag match would be absolutely a dream. Um, Working with Chris Brooks in any capacity. Yeah. Um, when we saw him, it was, I don't remember if it was a tag match or a, a, a multi-man. Multi yeah. um, his timing, like he, he'd roll out of the ring and just disappear and be back exactly when he needed to be. And it wasn't clear where he had been. And it was like a magic trick. It really was. Um, it, it, yeah. So, I mean, he's, <laughs> so like just getting to watch him do that would definitely like teach me all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Japan has been a, a, a goal. Yeah. So that, I guess, yeah, that's where I was trying to get yeah. at is going to Japan either as singles, but hopefully as tags would be amazing. It wouldn't matter what promotion, honestly. Yeah, they're, I mean, you know. Or like stuff, so. a tiny festival, you know, oh, yeah. somewhere. I think. Would be, because we love wrestling at festivals oh, and God, um, and fairs and yeah. stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. back to the, the Bruiser Brody stuff. Yeah, exactly. People deride those shows. But you're, you're a damn fool. Those shows are awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think like, so uh, the one that always kicked around in my mind, uh, Michinoku Pro does... Mm a match that's it's like a train it's on a train it's like a battle royal on a train basically or a, a like a, a light rail of some sort yeah uh where the match starts at one specific stop and then the length of the match is however long it takes to do the full circuit to get back to the first stop and then wrestlers get on at different stops because it's kind of like a battle royal. Right. And that's uh, their, their 30 seconds or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so like uh, <laughs> it's preposterous. People are still riding the train. Like they don't close the line. Uh, and so you'll just see 
the most bizarre wrestling where they're trying any and everything to make it work in a really strange circumstance. And then the champion has a, a, a belt that's like a big wooden train on the front of it. It's, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> like, so to me, that's like, that's if there was a like dream match, like that's, I, I don't know. I've had that one just stuck in my head ever since mm-hmm. I thought. I was like, oh mm-hmm. God, I got to wrestle on the train. I got to wrestle on the train. I got to do it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're gonna need to send me a link to this kind of because this yeah. like this sounds like the kind of stuff I'd be into. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's amazing. It, it is so preposterous, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, like uh, stuff that's that uh, surreal and preposterous brings me just like just complete joy. I don't. <laughs> it's I, I like a lot of different styles of wrestling. We've done a lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. Like UWFI stuff is cool. I like uh, you know just like. We're just gonna like hit each other for yeah, like a few minutes. Super serious. Yeah, like that's Play, fun. You that's know. cool, you know. But also, uh, watching Kota Ibushi go through an empty apartment complex <laughs> and just fight and everyone fight people like it's a video game. <laughs> uh, also, it was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, if you haven't seen the uh, empty apartment complex wrestling, it is, I, it's so good. Okay. It's inimitable. I don't. You. You. It, it will never happen again like that. And it. it yeah, I mean, it's truly a video game. He's, like, wandering around, opening doors with weird keys he gets, has to fight a final <laughs> boss when he gets to the roof. It's just the best. Um, it's just basically man, a that actually, game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that actually makes me think about kind of the, the punk stuff earlier. Yeah. I think, like, doing wrestling on a train, in a way, is, like, almost like... Um, well, this is a different kind of like art, but like flash mobs and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah. Or just like doing something in a space that it's not supposed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like playing a show under the interstate on ramp, you know? Yes. Like stuff like that. Um, yeah. So that might be part of why it appeals. But also, just anytime you do something in a space that's not made for it is. It's a, awesome. It's a, the like, it's least, one of my yeah, favorite it's things. It's at the very least going to be really interesting, and it's going to be something to think about. Um, and that, to me, makes it worthwhile. I, I want to see wrestling happen, like, everywhere that it possibly can, and that, that mm-hmm. includes, like, on a small scale and in terms of places in the world where it doesn't typically happen. Yes. Um, so, like, the, the Ugandan oh wrestling. Yeah, if you haven't seen yes. the clips. Okay. So the oh, God. So great. So good. It's. I was just like, I don't... I've had access to rings and trainers. And, and I can't wrestle that fucking yeah, and exactly. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> uh, so like they're, they, that, that shit is so awe inspiring. Like yeah. seeing that also reinforces to me what it is about wrestling that is kind of important. Mm-hmm. Like there's just something uh, when wrestling works, it's, it's magic. And I don't think that there's anything quite like it. Yeah. Um, I, you can kind of draw comparisons to other things that in some ways make sense. Like, you know, they might touch on parts of wrestling. Right. But I don't think wrestling is anything except wrestling. Yeah. Like wrestling is yeah, its yeah. own thing. Um, and the, the the things about it that make it so singular and so unique, uh, I think, are the, the, like it bears out in really cool ways. Like with the this whole thing with the Ugandan wrestlers. Um, like they saw it they felt that same magic there and then they also were like no we got to do it 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like, yeah, I relate. I fucking understand. Yeah. Yes, I, I get it. And, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know, that kind of stuff is rad. Like if I would want and take any opportunity to wrestle in places that I just. Yeah, I, any country. Yeah, any, honestly. Yeah, yeah. To put a quote over a friend of ours again, Eric the World Walker. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Who holds and has had the only belts and wrestling match in Antarctica. He's wrestled on every Like, continent. are you fucking kidding He's me? Legitimately <laughs> like, on every continent. No yeah. one else has. Yeah, who could even try to say that? Yeah. Nobody. So yeah. It's um, not like a it's not nonsense when he says it. It's true. Yeah. Um and that's I think that's just incredible. Like Oh, sorry. <laughs> the dogs have activated. Um <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hell yeah, Eric the Wolf Walker. Yeah, they love Eric. <laughs> Eric the Wolf, Wolf, Wolf Walker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we would do, we would pay our own way to go wrestle, like, anywhere, honestly. honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That might be some Mark shit, but we'll do it, Look, you know? Yeah. Uh, me, uh, it's the same as, like, with bands and stuff. Yes. I, I thought of it as an exceptional privilege when we got to tag along with our friends on tours and things like that. Look, mm-hmm. the fact that I get to do this and be in these places and be welcomed there. And in some ways for people to look at what I'm doing as worthwhile, like, I, I don't know, like that to me is already <laughs> like, I don't want to lose my, all of my money forever and be destitute, but like, I don't know, like the rewards are there. Yeah. Um, like getting to travel in and of itself is a, uh... It's a privilege. Yeah. It is. Like, and I know we're lucky to have um, a job where we can take off and also get paid time off to get to do these yeah, things. Yeah, not everyone has that. Yeah. Um, we have to deal with a bunch of other bullshit to get to do that. But I think it's, um, we're really lucky, honestly. Yes. We may not love our job because we don't love any jobs, but, you know, it does enable us to get to do these these trips and afford these trips. Um, I'm very happy about that. Um, and for people to even let us like offer, Hey, you want to come to Las Vegas? You want to come to New Jersey? You know, like, yes, I do. <laughs> I very much do. Yes. Yeah, like, don't, don't, don't hold back. Bring the creeps everywhere. Bring them everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're not, we're yeah, not yeah. Kidding. And it's it's we're funny. not rich, but we will make it work. <laughs> we, because we've been like so uh like aggressively traveling, uh we keep telling people like if you book us, like we'll go. Yeah, and they, like, I think they think we're just kind of saying stuff, but then they'll see us. It's like, <laughs> okay, I just saw you in California, and then also I just saw you in New York, but then also I saw you in Indiana. Like, you weren't kidding. Like, yeah. no, like, we're about that life. We're yeah. doing. Book us and we'll go. Literal so mentality. Like, we will get in, get in the van. We don't have a van. Yes, we've got a car, but get in the car. You know, like well, do like, it, do like the thing. Literally, half creeps will travel. Like straight up, that kind of mentality. Yes, percent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work oh goodness like it's it's incredible to know that you guys have that kind of like mentality it, more than anything else especially when it comes to like really being innocent wanting to do like incredible stuff like that i mean thinking back to just even like the the short little time that you've been able to have but yet mm. incredible time you've been to have to really be a part of this field of art with wrestling and really be truly involved with it 
are you guys impressed with how far you've been able to develop as wrestlers? Yes. Yeah, I, I am. Um, and it's it's hard for me to uh we're both <laughs> trying to actually allow ourselves to um celebrate and appreciate when we've made strides and that's very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone go to therapy. It's yeah, good. please, please do. Um. Uh, everyone. <laughs> especially wrestlers. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. So uh but yeah. But yeah, celebrate, yeah. appreciate what you get to do. And like, I, we would not have grown as much without the traveling that we've done. Right, right. Like there would be no way. Um, thinking about my first year where I wrestled the same person 25 times to the point where we both learned as much as we possibly could from each other. Right. And that because they would not. Well, okay. Once I wrestled Irving. <laughs> that was the worst match on earth. Yeah. Um, oh, it was because wow. they wouldn't let us do anything. Yeah. Because really? um, it wouldn't be believable. Like, you just like want me to stand there and get beat up. Okay. So I wrestled our female trainer. She was gracious enough to wrestle me twenty five yes, times. Exactly. Yeah. Because we could not find anyone else. Yeah. For me to wrestle. Yeah. Um. But, but, you know, it was great and amazing. But once I started wrestling other people, <laughs> like my first match not against our trainer, Crystal Rose, was against Aja Pereira. Yeah. Shout out Ref Bay. Yeah, Ref Bay. Yeah, our, um, our, our famous yeah. friend who's on the TV. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I learned so fucking much in that match. I did too, just being That's there. true, yeah. I mean, like, also, she had fucking done the thing at that point. She, um, yeah, she was so generous with practical knowledge and advice too, like from the get-go. Yeah. So that's, you know, it, it should be noted that that mattered a lot to both of us. Yeah. Um, and anytime we've gone somewhere and gotten to wrestle people with more experience than us is great. And we kind of have to leave to get these opportunities because the Southeast is not big on intergender yeah. wrestling. And it's, you know, um, I, I, I try, there are times when it, when it gets like dark and I start to feel a little bit like some anger will creep in about not being able to do more of it where we are. But ultimately I don't, I don't think that that's even fruitful and I don't think no. that it's as personal as it feels. It's just, these are, they, they are places where it just doesn't fit yet yeah. necessarily. Um, yeah. Or they, they don't trust that it can fit, even though you can teach a wrestling crowd to like anything. Yes. I believe that, you know, firmly. um, they're there for wrestling. Yeah. If you need to set up like, this is happening because of some storyline. That's fine. Do it. You yeah, know, don't get it. And then once they see it, they'll be in because they paid to to buy in. You know, that's why they're there. They're, yeah, they're they want to be part of it. They want to be in on it. They want to be included in the act. They want to be participants. Yeah. Like, they, 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 and like, doesn't matter what. Even if people don't get that I'm non-binary, um, they little girls love to watch me beat a dude's ass. Yep. You know, like. Yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. So older <laughs> women love to watch. You know, like. And then um, 
trans and queer people love me to want to be the cis dude that you know like (laughs) all i'm saying is y'all leaving money on the yes Yes. like Uh, i don't uh, so but i mean like we we weren't finding inroads to get the opportunities that we wanted closer to home so the only option was to go further Mm -hmm. um which is fine we wanted to but like that's uh that's a, a tough lesson that I don't think sometimes people have uh, imparted to them, or yeah. perhaps they just don't believe it. They, they something something happens, but you got to you got to get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, one it's, thing I want you're going to learn. Sorry, go too. In uh, in terms of like celebrating your own achievements, and this is if if any other, and this this applies to everyone. But since I'm talking about wrestling, if any other wrestlers hear this, I don't know everything. I don't know most things. But what I do know is that you got to stop putting asterisks next to your achievements. Yeah. You have got to stop doing it. Just at me. Jesus. Like Just you, kidding. You, Go on. You, 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 you have to stop. I do it. You have to stop. Because if you're not giving yourself that credit, what are we doing? Like, no one else is going to. No, it's true. And, and, it's 100% so true. Like, so there's that voice that I think all of us have. When we got Brunt, for example... Yeah, I was, I like, was oh. like, this is just because we kept bothering him. Like, yeah, you okay. know. Or this is because X, Y, Z, or it's because, uh, oh. Or like for a second, I was like, oh, the runway must have been like, hey, we have good matches. We had a good match with Creeps, bring them in, you know? Yeah. Like it's, a- anything, I wouldn't let it be that we were good enough to be there. Right, right. right. And I want to move away from that, and I don't want other people to also do this to themselves. Yeah. Especially people who are marginalized. Yeah, we know all of us that it takes twice as much work to get half as much result. Okay. Yeah. And with that in mind, don't let anyone else, much less yourself, put asterisks next to the things that you're accomplishing. Fuck that. Like you, you're doing it. Even small victories mean a whole hell of a lot, especially when the when the road is not something that's very clear or has been paved, and it's not the path of least resistance. All of the little victories add up. Um, and I lose sight of that too. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, again, if any, if anyone feels that way about what they're doing, wrestling or otherwise, nah, like no. y- your, your achievements are very important, even if it's not like earth scattering or not yeah, everyone even knows little about stuff. It. it doesn't matter. Like, like don't. Or even stuff that feels little that's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like being involved in the first tag match with two trans wrestlers. Yeah. Um, which was at the the show where that guy was a racist and sexist yeah, asshole. Of so, so it got overshadowed by that, but like that in and of itself, or at least the first one in Georgia and probably the southeast. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Um, and then just like I got a yeah, I got a I was the first non-binary heavyweight champion. In the southeast, yeah, um, I am. I guess not was um, <laughs> right. Yeah. See, there it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that was for reasons that didn't include whatever weird negative self talk that all of us do. Yeah, it's not just because if no, it's you've true. Spoken to other wrestlers, you know this to be true about them as well. It's a group of actually very introverted people with bizarre amounts of self esteem. And project. all sorts of neurodivergence. Yes, tons of neurodivergence. Uh, and then um, they get out there and somehow 
you might not be able to tell because they're performing, right? Right, because we're being someone else yeah, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to the back, though, oh, yeah, you're, you're just, uh, you're back to being a, a normal wreck of a human being. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I was going to say, like, you know, you're talking about that with, like, wrestlers. Like, that's something that I feel in my everyday. Like, you know, the, whatever, yes. little, whatever little accomplishment I get with, like, you know, uh, well, I consider accomplishment with, like, a podcast episode. Like, hey, this yeah. one has so many yes. views. Or, hey, I got so many subscribers. Well, it's just because I interviewed this person or I interviewed that person. Or I interviewed right. this yeah. person. Like, when like reality, no, you did the fucking work. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, 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 hard. An, it's an amalgamation of all that stuff. Like, I got to interview incredible people and I did a good job having an incredible yes. conversation with them and people liked and resonated with it and want to keep back to walk and come back right. and watch more so yeah. yeah being a podcast host is hard it like is. I couldn't do it. you you keep track of stuff we're saying that i'm that i've forgotten oh, yeah. i fucking said already you know <laughs> like, <laughs> I know uh, but no but it's true like i don't know like i just it's uh, because i'm working on it and i know that it pays off when you actually start to get some of that mm-hmm it mm-hmm. i just i want that for other people too yeah um, you know people who are out here putting in the work and then feeling like it's not worth a shit that sucks like, i don't yeah. want that for anybody uh no everyone should celebrate what they do um and i know <laughs> back to me keeping account of how much i bring in capitalism to um stuff <laughs> like we're not supposed to right like you just oh just head down keep working right. until you fucking die right right <laughs> like no mm-hmm. it is a revolutionary act to celebrate your accomplishments i believe and also no matter what what scale we're talking about absolutely and shout out to uh carry awful again actually because he has reminded me on more than one occasion that it's so easy to lose sight of the things that you're doing that are very cool and meaningful because you're so focused on getting to that next thing. Yeah. Um, and having a reminder like that from somebody who's done as much as him yeah. is yeah. huge. That means a lot. And so, yeah, I mean, like he, and it's been multiple times he's told me this and for good reason, because I will lose sight of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of us, I think probably do. So just, and he he had to learn by getting to a point where, I mean, like he's been through some shit for sure. Yeah, I mean, hell, when he's been in it long enough. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's. But yeah, so people who remind, like people who have got more experience and remind us of these things, that is huge. Um, it might not even seem like it might not even register for them when they're saying it. Right. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you can't let all of this, how everything is structured, beat the joy out of you and make it so that you can't just be happy with something you did. Um, Because that's how it's set up. It's set up so that the power dynamics are such that we're just supposed to take it. And if we do something good, fool, whatever, do better. Right? Right. Um, But I don't know. That's a go nowhere proposition to me. Um, and it's something I'm unlearning too, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's one of the tenets of capitalism and, uh, white supremacy, Yeah, you know, um, always, you have to be the best. You're not allowed to just be Yeah, like, you have to already be there somehow. Yeah. And if you're not the best yet, nothing you've done is good enough. Right. Um, fuck that. No, it's mediocrity. That's what I, I strive for. Yeah. I don't want um, to necessarily always be exceptional or necessarily ever be exceptional. Right. What would be cool is if marginalized people could kind of just exist doing what they want, 
yeah. and then it's a source of joy, and that's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I've taught. At the very least, it'd be nice to be at least appreciated at the bare minimum. Like not even, no. uh, yes. Not, yes. not, 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 you know, put on the highest peak for incredible achievement. Just be like, hey, good job. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, honestly, and that's, yeah. that's you got of, out of bed today. That's like hundred percent. Part of what's underlying the the whole trash gaze thing too. That we didn't. <laughs> it's a big gay brunch. We kept, and it's it kind of stuck. So, and I'm glad because it's fun. Like. <laughs> Part of we that is really just like, it. yeah, it's just like, look, uh, hey, it takes all kinds of people. Uh, wrestling is full of different sorts of gays. Yep. Maybe we're just like weird gutter trash gays, and that's just what we're yeah. doing, you know? It's like, and like the the do crimes thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, be gay, do crime, you know? Like, we need people like like that, and then we need the um the ones striving to be normative you know no and that's fine you know we there are as many queers as there could possibly be and we all need to be here and um just be recognized for existing when the the u.s government is or at least parts state governments i guess it's not necessarily the at the federal level yet but they're trying to fucking wipe us out yeah um that's there's no way around it yeah unambiguously what's happening i want to say straight people listening to this please pay attention Mm -hmm. like hey i'm not trying to scold you don't yeah you don't have to pay 100 percent attention all the time but like the georgia i i haven't even paid attention because i am traumatized to think about it but like they're trying to make hate crime or a, not a not a part of hate crimes to be either like because of gender or sexuality, right? Or like transgender, yeah. you know, like so, like we know what that means. Yeah, there it's trying to be okay to, for the people to murder us in Georgia, you know, like I don't know. Just pay some amount of attention, please. It should not be for us to tell you constantly what's happening. And yeah, because I, mean, I yeah. can't. I kept up all last year, all across the United States, with what was happening, and I can't fucking do it this year. Right, because especially if situations like this are restricting incredible people such as yourselves, and you know, mm-hmm. not not just you know in Georgia, but throughout the entire. United States, like yeah, fucking yeah. Ohio is going for it yeah, right yeah, now. Like, and I mean, our friends in fucking uh, in like Nashville and stuff, you know, like yeah. everything is not great there. And technically, when we were wrestling in Florida, a lot of us were uh, breaking the law. Yeah. Um. um good. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> be gay, do crime. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's going to make it legal to fucking exist, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is when I think that um, that fucking, that phrase started out, you know, when it, even in the 80s, you know? Yeah. It was until fucking, I think it, sorry, I'm, <laughs> no, no, I keep no, swearing. You're, you're good, you're good. Hey, um, I, was I like, think it was. Like, swearing is the least of my concerns on this podcast. Sorry, <laughs> I, 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 I have people ask me at the beginning of the podcast and I straight up tell them, I don't give a fuck, go for it. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, I think it was 1992 when 
um, being homosexual was no longer a mental disorder in the DSM-5. It hasn't been that long. It has not been very long. That's only like um, four years older than me, to put it in perspective. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, what the... And, and no, like... Recent history. Yeah. In certain states... I'm not... So I haven't um, done any medical transitioning stuff so i personally may be a little misunderstanding of the level of bullshit you have to go through mm-hmm. but you you know trans people who want to medically transition have to be diagnosed with a goddamn mental disorder to get treatment in some some areas you know um with gender dysphoria to then get to have access to um, and I correct me if I'm getting this wrong, um, but to have access to hormones, if you can even fucking get access to hormones in your state anymore, yeah, it's it's which it, they started with kids because they always fucking do, yeah. Um, and and it was never about children; it was about criminalizing trans existence. It's about control. I don't want, I don't want this to and like, control and getting us to kill ourselves because we don't have access to shit. And you know, I don't you know. Like it's. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be doomsaying on this, but understand this too: that if you think you're insulated from these things you're happening, to you, not. you're not. It's trans people now. Listen, turfs like especially the LGB community who leave off the t on purpose y'all are next like make no mistake you're up against the wall once once it's uh yeah and it's um if you're not white you know oh yeah then that that store was always dang i mean they've been chipping away at y'all's rights forever yeah um if you had any yes to begin (laughs) with solidarity is very important that's all i'm saying oh yeah race class gender sexuality solidarity um and oh yeah. yeah sorry this does sound very like but, no, like no, conspiratorial no it's not though it's but not. it's not and this is also <laughs> what informs a lot of how we operate right yeah solidarity to me means so much um and it, it takes so many forms yeah it's Look black at, history month yeah yeah fuck yeah it is Amen. like you know we are um, we are fortunate to be in so many locker rooms with so much amazing with people black who have talent. done black history. Yep. Aja, um, Alex Kane, AC Mack. Yep. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. And all of that, even if you are not black, that matters a great deal. Yeah. And those are things that you should also be celebrating. Those are victories that transcend just what, like this month or, or a, yeah. a specific one yeah. small moment. We gotta, we gotta celebrate each other, and we gotta look out for each other. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's it. No, um, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was gonna say. Woo! Guys, okay. I was, I was gonna say, <laughs> you, you guys did not have to apologize for any of that. I mean, for God's sakes, I got this beautiful mural behind me. I. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm personally a pansexual myself. My girlfriend is transitioning right now, oh. so it's not like this oh. stuff is not right at my doorstep if I don't pay attention. Right. To sure. It. So. No, right. I mean, this is you're living in it just as just as much. As, as any of us are yeah um also free palestine yeah let's just yeah. throw that in there too because yeah, that's also very important absolutely yep. absolutely um, yeah 
Yeah. Y'all, a lot of people have a chance to be on the right side of history. Yep. You, yeah. you have the opportunity. You can. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Absolutely should. It's right there. Yep. I'll say to bring things back a little bit and to put on more yeah. light. No, uh, light yeah, no, yes, yes. let's one, do it. One of the things I just just want to say real quick is you guys said that the one thing you picked up from the big gay brunch was the 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 trash gays or whatnot. Um, <laughs> it, it if creeps does not work out as a tag team name, I think trash gays are a good backup option. Just saying. <laughs> that's no, true. That's true. That is great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, the the topic of art also. Shout out to John Water. John yes. Waters mm-hmm. is a patron saint of anyone who wants to be unacceptable and filthy and queer. Amen. Like, you don't have to be one kind of queer. Yeah. You can be yeah, absolutely yeah. off-putting to literally every straight person on Earth, and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's... That's... Um, I haven't engaged too much with John Waters because the first... <laughs> Was it Pink Flamingos? Yeah, straight to the fuck. Skid eating? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they. they I mean, it's, it's an interesting place like, to start. We're going to skip to this part. We're not going to watch the whole movie. And, and I think it was it was someone. I think it was fisting, maybe, or something. You know, like. No, there's a lot. All yeah. the very. And I was like, can we. I, can we ramp up, maybe? I was. Yeah, I was like. Man, I'm 18. I lived in fucking rural Alabama. Yeah. Like this is not. I can't go straight to this. Yeah, like I'm at like Rocky Pick, Rocky Horror. Yeah, Rocky. That's yeah. my um, like watching Divine eat actual shit. Yeah, um, uh, I was gonna say like Rocky Horror is a good like benchmark. Like if you can handle that and want to crave more, then we ease into that other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Like I wasn't ready to go straight to that. Um, yeah. And I think I am now. So you know. Yeah, you got to it now. They but... tried to get you at a full sprint when you were trying to walk. Yeah, I was not not quite there yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, fucking Rocky Horror. That's something that we um, we've been talking about recently, or just Tim Curry in general. Yes. Okay. Like it's something we try to bring uh, in yeah. to our um, just so, to just like yeah, unsettling. So charismatic in very different way. And yeah. Unsettling. Even in the Muppets Treasure Island, so, you, know? so, <laughs> you don't have you don't have to say even that. No, that's including like it's obviously like no a absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's, he's, he's just phenomenal. Exactly, <laughs> agree. Well, since we are on the topic of art once again, it actually leads me to the final yes. question that I do have for the podcast at the very least. Yeah. Obviously, we've been talking a lot about art in one aspect for another, whether it be the art you guys more or less grew up with and really latched onto, whether it be like the pop art that you were initially into or whether it was mm-hmm. wrestling that you both really grown to, to love and really embrace. How important is art not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Like... So, they... like, okay, uh, <laughs> we both academically have studied things that most people think are quote unquote useless, um, and they have to do pretty much always with art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I couldn't think of something more preposterous and short sighted than to think art is not of importance. Right. Art, art, without art, I don't think there's any point to the human endeavor mm-hmm. at all. Um, it helps us. And that's art defined really broadly. Yes. And well. I mean, yeah, exactly. And it's it, like science yes. is art, you know, it, all um, of these things help us to navigate, conceive of, interpret, shape, 
the world around us. I think art does those things. Poetry does that. Yeah. Film does that. Music does that. Um, I don't think, yeah, to me, if without art, I don't know. I don't even know what the point is. Yeah. So um, I think it, yeah, it shapes culture. Um, I, I think the, how to, ugh. so like the idea that you have to get an MFA to be an artist or a poet or, you know, or anything, anything yeah. like that is a function of capitalism and higher education's involvement with that. And I think, but also the fact that getting to do art when you have to have a fucking job mm -hmm. is really difficult. Yeah. And like, there have been discussions, like, you know, just like Twitter discussions about how People are like, oh, why can't people just do the Sistine Chapel anymore? It's like, well, there are a lot of material reasons. For that. Yeah. <laughs> is this a real question, or are you just being yeah. an asshole? Like, <laughs> no, patrons, which was a really uncomfortable system, I'm sure. Yes, you know, but like, it's just a, that's an apple to steel cubes question. Like, that's a that's a that's a dumb question. There are dumb questions, and that is one. Yeah, and there is phenomenal art being made now that may not follow the same rules of how you're defining art in a classical sense. Agreed. Like, yeah, people aren't making the statue of David right now, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, right. so, okay, cool. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I think there's a line, there's a through line with like art, that I think art so art has I think limitless potentiality in any direction right people can weaponize it to do absolutely hideous things mm -hmm. but it's important I think what I think matters to me about the ability to interpret art and to care about it and to really think about it is that you also know what doesn't pass the smell test and what is very obviously something that is disingenuous and trying to mm -hmm. harm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, it's the idea that uh, art has to look like classical statues is, well, first of all, purported usually by uh, actual racist uh, white supremacists. Yeah. But, Who also think that the statues were white because white is great. Right. And, and when they were painted, they were painted initially, yeah. but whatever. But yeah. Ignore um, actual history. That's fine. Um, <laughs> But I also think art can be created in a completely corporate setting. You know, um, one of Irving's favorite uh, video game people is Kojima. Yep. Hideo Kojima? Yeah, Hideo yeah. Kojima, who chafed under a lot of that stuff. I mean, you'd be able to speak to that better. But, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, like, like his, the, the, we, we've all come to know, I think, in recent years, just how horrible the video game industry is. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Um, also, unionize everybody, yeah, unionize, 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 unionize wrestling. It's going to take forever. But anyway. yeah, but, you know, okay, but like, so back to under those conditions, <laughs> though, um, very important and legitimate things can still blossom. It's not an ideal situation, 
but art comes from a lot of different places. And this is a weird anecdote that I remember, but <laughs> Dr. Frank from the Mr. T experience. For those yeah. of you who like Hong Kong. Uh, so he's a diehard fan of the monkeys who uh, are great, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. so people will, will often derive things like the monkeys because it's like, oh, yeah. well, that's just dumb, stupid pop music that was manufactured for a specific purpose. It's like, okay, so, yes, and yeah. <laughs> the there are humans who made that. And regardless of whatever conditions there were, you can't help but produce something of artistic merit, even under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to like it. Uh, you know, this is like blasphemy as a gay, but like, I don't, Lady Gaga's music doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me. It just doesn't. But that doesn't mean it isn't art. That doesn't mean it's not important. That doesn't mean that effort didn't go into it. It's just something I'm not into. No, that's true. And like, art is not for everybody. You know, you can't possibly make a piece of art that everyone will enjoy. Um, And like, I was, was thinking about, um, Something that I've been, like, kind of struggling with um, is, like, very feminine art isn't quite the the word. And, like, art made for girls isn't, you know, <laughs> that's how people deride it, right? Yeah. Um, letting myself enjoy, like, romance novels um, and Hello Kitty, you know, like... <laughs> Um, I don't know how to, this sounds maybe kind of dumb, which, sorry, that's another, another ableist, um, thing, but, um, that doesn't mean it's not good and it's not art, you know? And like a lot of the reasons I maybe didn't like that stuff initially have to do with patriarchy and with um, ideas of what counts as art or what counts as good being controlled by those in power. Um, and that's that's not the case. Like one of my favorite pieces of art that I've gotten to purchase was a zine that someone made that was Sanrio characters and AEW characters together. Okay. It's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> like... It's great. And they like paired up um, Orange Cassidy with Gudetama. That's ah, perfect. Who is the the egg who just, he's just tired and doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the amount of knowledge of Sanrio and yeah. also wrestling that went into that. And it could on the surface just be like kind of cutesy, but it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I, of course, don't have their name off the top of my head, but I will find it and send it to you so we can link mm-hmm. link that person. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I agree with Irving that I don't know that life would be worth living without things. That sounds dramatic. It does. I, I it sounds it. really. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. We'd need... I, don't, I would not know how to look at the world. At yeah. Right. I mean, so much of what we've talked about is how punk has shaped our worldview. Yeah. You know? Like, what the hell? What, how? Um, I, I cannot... I can't imagine. And just, we would not know. be yeah. who we are without punk as an art form, musically and aesthetically. 
um, without zines, without so much, even flyers that have grown out of that. Yeah. Um, I've been really influenced recently by ACT UP in New York's art that they did um, during the AIDS yeah. AIDS epidemic um, as a literal fight for their fucking lives. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I guess, art, yeah. I guess you could say yeah, art so, is important. Yeah, I like art. <laughs> uh, the, other, the other thing too that I wanted to just like I'll I'll, I'll shut up, but like, um, not everything needs to be high art. Right. No. Not no. everything needs to be legitimated by some sort of larger body who, for whatever reason, get to tell you what is or is not good art. That does mm-hmm. not matter. This is part of what I was getting at with wrestling earlier. People want to compare it to a lot of things because they think as wrestlers or as people involved in wrestling or as fans that they have to justify their interest and their love of this thing. You don't. Academics, you don't have to do that. No. Chasing legitimation is a go-nowhere proposition, period. It does not matter if these people don't understand your love of it. You can try to make them excited. You can express to them that you love it. But trying to get their approval, that's not it. It's not going to work. Art doesn't have mm-hmm. to do whatever it is they think it is. So, Yeah, and we do appreciate like high oh God, art, yeah. like stuff that's yeah. in museums, 100%. But we also appreciate little stuff, or little, you know, yeah. in quotation marks, um, that would not be considered legitimate. Yeah, you don't need to wait for some weird museum to suddenly, on a lark, think it's novel that your subculture has artistic merit for you to know that it has merit. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they think it does. If it means something to you, it's art and it's important. Yeah. That's, that's all I wanted to say. Aside from like that. I like art. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say all of that, every single word of that is wonderfully <laughs> worded. If I do say so myself. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Creeps. That is all the questions that I have for both of you. Um, I've already showered you both with a whole ton of praise, but I'm gonna shower oh, you a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do whatever I... the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> like I like I said from the start, like it is truly an honor to be able to to sit down and talk with you guys. Obviously, I have always been a major component of wrestling being considered art in one way or another, and I think you guys both really exemplify that with your presentation. You know how you really go forth and the enthusiasm you seem to have for this business in one way or another. Um, and it really, it really meant a lot to me, not just to see you guys performing, but to really create a welcome environment for people that may not have been there. Otherwise, like I said, at one point earlier, you know, my girlfriend really felt at home and really felt comfortable with you guys really like being there, almost like welcoming her in a little bit. And as, especially as we enjoyed the show, like mm. it, re- it really meant the world to me to see that. And it really showcases just how incredible of a community wrestling can be. And the fact yes. that you both are a part of that community and really good, strong members of that community really means a lot. And I think a lot of people, if they don't realize it now really need to, to recognize, or at the very least need to, to see and appreciate what they have before them with you guys. You guys are doing a fantastic oh, job, geez. really Aww. making the wrestling community a better place. And I cannot thank yes, you enough. Thank you. So thank you. keep, keep being incredible <laughs> trash gays at the end of the day. Yes. Keep being <laughs> incredible creeps. Thank you guys so yeah. much for what you do. Please keep up the incredible work. And you know, thank I'm going to be rooting for you guys every single opportunity I get. Yes. No, I appreciate thank it. You thank so you so much. much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, geez, feelings. Yeah, <laughs> big feelings. Yeah, big feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will also say, when it comes to classic city wrestling, um, if uh, if those North Side boys or North Side heroes or whatnot, if they give you any trouble, especially their manager chains or whatnot, yeah. just 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 call on me. I think I can handle okay. it with a good with a good punch or two. Um, okay. <laughs> excellent. excellent. Yeah. yeah, chain mail is yeah, yeah some know. something's gonna happen, man. Yeah. He'll yeah. get what. What's yeah. coming to him that, for sure. <laughs> that, that that Scott Steiner ripoff is going to get what he deserves one way or another. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, goodness. Like, if nothing else, if y'all need a manager, you know, I am available. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, speaking of bringing people into wrestling, managing is super important. Hey, if hey. you're interested and don't want to train, yeah, don't get want, in there, yeah, man. Don't want to ruin your body like we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, you I, still have to train, but yeah. yeah. I'll say, look, I'm a forklift operator, okay? I ruin my body as it is, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, if you guys want to have people obviously see exactly why I'm gushing all about this and all the absolutely. incredible stuff you yeah. guys are repping, go ahead and plug your stuff for the people at home. Yes. Um, so Classic City Wrestling is available on IWTV. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a subscription service. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I know they upload stuff too. They like, do. Yeah. yeah, they I think they put stuff on YouTube too. Um The Big Gay Brunch eight, top to bottom, was a absolutely amazing card yeah. and we're on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no after we are there. Yeah. Um that's on Triller? Yeah, Triller used TV, to be Fight TV. TV. Yeah. Uh, again, um, subscription. But. Yeah, I know. That's an yeah, issue that's, that's I have with. That's a topic entirely. But, yeah. but, you know. Ask someone for a password. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> if you're not ready to go all in. Um, <laughs> Platinum Championship Wrestling is one of our home promotions, and that is available on YouTube yeah. and IWTV. Yes, yeah. So um, that's a easy, free place to start looking. Um, we're there, and then there's a lot of other really good talent there. Yeah. Um, I would say look into Edward Draven's stuff. Edward Draven's fantastic. Um, absolutely wonderful human who is going to also break ground all over the place, yeah. and already is, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um. um Bunga is going to be on IWTV? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So Wrestler's Lab. It's coming so, up in uh, days? Well, it will have already been recorded by the time this comes out. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's us versus the outfielders. Um, Robert Martyr's on the show. Uh, Trey Shaw is on the show. He's another PCW guy. Yep. Um, him versus Mr. Grimm is going to be, be a hot fight. It's going to yeah, be great. I, I think that's a potential show stealer, and I, I mean that yeah. genuinely. Same with Eel O'Neill and Trevor Ion, who's from around Absolutely. here. That, that, um, are, both of those yeah, guys. Those are main events on, on Earth. Yeah. Um, the whole, yeah, that show is also going to be incredible. So I would look that up and, you know, also our match. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying not to be like. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll be, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll be there. We'll, we'll be, be there, yeah, and there we'll do go. good. We are good. Yeah, yes. we do good. There we go. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a uh, Irv versus Norm on <laughs> at Paradigm. Yeah, is also going to be. Um, that's going to be on Triller. They're slowly releasing four yeah. episodes of that. It's, I believe uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling's Gemini Project. 
Yeah, um, you're on the third episode, I, I think, think so. and I'm on the fourth. Yeah, the first episode went up last night. We were wrestling, so we couldn't watch wrestling. But mm-hmm. okay. uh, yeah, um, that's some some really good shit there too. Um, not tag, but singles action. It, um, it was a fever dream. I still don't understand what happened, but maybe y'all can make sense <laughs> of one of That match maybe is one of the non-tag things that's a favorite I've been a part of. Um, (laughs) uh, what else do we, let's see if you're going to be around Philly for mania, I don't know if we're allowed to say what we'll we'll be, we'll be there. We'll Um, be there. We are going to be on a show and we will announce it when we're allowed. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. Um, but yeah, so you'll, you'll probably see us around at the very least. That's true. We will be, um, Marking out for a lot of wrestling yeah. that week, and yeah, uh, um, come come say hello to us, please. Yeah, we we are very approachable. Yeah, I'm awkward as hell. Uh, yeah, we are. We are <laughs> there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Blue Sky. Um, TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Um, Instagram. Um, we do have a Discord channel. Um, oh wow, I forgot. Yeah. It's a very small one, but it's a very good community of um, people who who figured out what we're what we're on about and came in and are radical and you know it's, it's great. It, yeah, it's really it nice. Um, I should definitely check it more often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but okay, so it's A N D E Y R I P L E Y. Um, same last name as Rhea Ripley. Yep. Um, technically, we you got to it first. Technically, I think I did, but yeah. I was not on the TV. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. No. Uh, no. No disrespect to. No, not at all. To um, everyone's. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves her. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. also funny how she and I like she came out very like feminine and like very fem yeah now um and happy and is now like what i came started out as like you know all black like oh yeah, you know there's some funny parallels it's really really funny and she and i will never meet to enjoy how how funny it is yeah but well, now i'm like the must much more nice though not feminine um wear pink person yeah um but anyway irving yeah your handle so, uh, I'm on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Blue Sky. Uh, also, the, the Gmail, I guess, if anyone wants to email me for some reason. Uh, Irving West, PhD, is uh, all of those. All of the, it's the same the same thing for all of them. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I'm more active on, on Twitter, uh, much to my chagrin, than, than I am. Honestly, Facebook is a nightmare, but Twitter is also a nightmare. Yeah. Blue um, Sky, I'm Everyone, sure please I'm go sure join Blue Sky. Yes. Make it more Please, if more you of can make thing. that viable, then I would, I would love that. Please, yeah, we've already been through Hive, which didn't make it, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Look, I, I've, I've always said, as soon as they got, as soon as they get GIF and video capabilities on there, like, Blue Sky is going to be my main place to go. Like, yeah, yeah, as it stands, I'm just Twitter is a fascist nightmare. Um, Yeah, but also a place we found a lot of community, so I think that's why we're clinging to it, right? Because, like, yeah, (laughs) as with anything else, the good people are there, but what a what a platform! Yeah, it is, it is at the end of the day. Do you two have any final words before we sign off? 
just thank you very much for, uh, for having us on and for a really awesome and interesting conversation. Uh, also, sorry that we uh, uh, ramble so much. No, no, like I said before, <laughs> this is a podcast. I encourage rambling, okay? Okay, good. <laughs> it's funny because we were like, man, an hour and a half. And then I was like, wait, we talk for two yeah, hours every say. time we're on yeah. a podcast. Like, oh. I should have <laughs> been like, oh, a paltry of one and a half. I, guess. I, I, I give that as the, the base, but like to put it in perspective, yeah. the longest I've been on a podcast with someone before I edited down an episode was four hours. So I think you guys are wow. really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. As long as we don't have the distinction of the absolute longest, I'm, I'm, I'm no, good. no, no. Unless you want to go into detail about the animation industry in the eighties, like that one guest did, I think we're good. Um, okay. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to, um, Quote some aspects of emergent strategy okay. by Adrian Marie Brown, both as a reminder to myself and a suggestion for everybody. Um, the big one that we use is what you pay attention to grows. So like ignore the haters, mm-hmm. support your friends, you know, support, support yourself, you know, pay attention to your accomplishments and then they'll keep coming. Um, and that's a big way that I think we've been trying to, in a, I guess, almost a magical sense, grow the queer community yeah. in wrestling. And then um, small is everything, small is all. Small mm. changes in the microcosm reflect in the macrocosm. So again, you know. Yeah. Um, support. Do matter. Yeah, what you does matter, even if it feels small, it does have reverberations and does change things. So, well, there you go. That yeah, is, that is some wonderful words to end on. That is a fantastic episode, regardless. And I think with that, I have let's say for the people at home, please pay your artists. Oh, yes, please. Capitalism sucks, but fucking pay it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we still got we bills have to pay. To, pay yeah, artists. exactly. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate you sticking around to this point. Um, as I obviously said throughout the episode, like the the experiences I had with creeps in person absolutely warranted an opportunity for them to be on this podcast. And Andy Irving, if you've gotten to this point, um, sincerely thank you once again for taking the time to do this. Um, you know, getting a chance to really get to to chat with you both and really get to appear inside a different mentality when it comes to wrestling. I will always forever cherish that, you know, I've always been a big component when it comes to, to wrestling and the community that it encourages and the, the people that it really shines a spotlight on. If you really look into the community itself, that's why I will always champion wrestling every single opportunity that I get. That's why I want to bring on more wrestlers on this podcast. Um, 
and Andy and Irving were two great examples of that. You guys really showcase how incredible this community can be. I mean, you know, listening back to obviously when I was talking about how we, you know, how I met Creeps at the Classic City Wrestling Show. Like the instant that that show happened, like it it really further reinforced that more than anything else, especially for my girlfriend Christine. You know, going in and have them in, immediately establish that hey, there's going to be no kind of BS here. You know, this is going to be a safe space for everyone first and foremost. Like it's really great to find those cool places like that to where in a huge group setting like that we can all really be there to enjoy the the entertainment that is before us. And especially with the incredible people that are putting their lives and limbs on the line just to irritate, uh, entertain uh, a freaking bar full of people or the, the local recreational center, you know, all this kind of stuff, just to tell a fun story and for everyone to have a good time. That That's just, that's the beauty of the art of wrestling for me. And I want to have, like I said, more people just like Andy and Irving on this podcast. I mean, you heard how talkative and how chatty they were and how much they were basically in sync. Like, they were a great duo. And I cannot wait to see how much they more they get to do as a duo. I mean, I know I said it in the episode, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to be rooting for them every single opportunity I get. I'm going to get more merch and stuff every opportunity I can get. Like, I want to see the creeps really, really make it somewhere. And that goes for any of the previous wrestlers I've had on the podcast. You know, Ia Surreal, I still keep up with her every chance I get. Maxwell Keith, you know I'm always going to be a huge fan of him and what he's doing, whether it be VTubing or wrestling. And some of the ones that I, I'm looking to get on this podcast, I, it, it can be nothing but fun conversations, especially with how creative some of these people can be really putting forth their craft. If this is your first time listening to one of these episodes where I'm featuring a wrestler, I highly encourage you go back and check out the other ones where wrestling was either something that was mentioned or what the artist is themselves. I mean, sincerely, there's a lot of fantastic, a lot of, a lot of good times when it comes to the wrestling aspect. And I highly encourage anyone out there, if you have not yet, if you are interested, take the time to go to your local wrestling show. There can be a lot of fun at these wrestling shows, and you will always find something to to have fun with. If nothing else, the good crowd mentality is going to really carry your experience more than anything else. Support the local arts. Support local wrestling. Just just have, have fun more than anything else. Because that's all it's meant to be at the end of the day. Have fun. <laughs>